The story of the Cortino crime family began on the streets of old New York. Hi, Anthony. How's my favorite florist? This is for you. When a simple florist... You know, your papa never paid me what he owes. ...discovered his destiny. <laughs> From these humble beginnings, he rose to become the head of a mafia empire. Anthony, they're criminals. I'm not my father, Diane, just as you're not your father. <laughs> we were our fathers. What we did last night would only be legal in Arkansas. Until one day, his past caught up with him. Say hello to my little friend. How bad is it? You lost a lot of blood, but we found most of it. Oh. I was shot 47 times. It really got me thinking. How lucky Touchstone Pictures invites you into a dangerous world of ruthless men. Boogie, boogie, boogie. The murderers. Criminals are people too, Diane. If you prick a murderer, does he not leave a blood trail all the way back to his Rockingham estate? Powerful women. <laughs> Torrid romance. You don't own me, Anthony. That's why we don't have nice things, Pepper. Get out of my and a crime wave that's taking the nation by storm. El Nino. This summer, behold the underbelly of the underworld. Jane Austen's Mafia. What's your name? Diane. Like me. I named him after his mother. I'm a mother? Incubus? Are they okay? I don't know. Is the recording industry alive? Did anybody ask Fred People Durst? People still putting out new albums? I don't think I know, so. I know Fred Durst isn't. He's he's moved on. He's yeah. got better things to do than play rock star. He made that movie with John Travolta. Mm, yeah, that's right. Staying Alive. That's the one. Staying Alive 3. It'd be cool if they made, like, a Broken Arrow sequel. That's not a thing that happened, is it? Broken oh, Arrow man. 2, or, like, yeah. Fred Durst takes Christian Slater's role over? Because I don't have a lot of money, but, you know, calculated risks, I like to make money. I'd be willing to get my name as a producer on something like that. Can you name me one more person in that movie? In the movie Broken Arrow? Yeah. Mia Farrow. Is that a guess? There's... No, I couldn't. I couldn't name another person. Okay. It was going to be yeah. Broken Arrow. Yeah. All right, I, I don't know. Uh huh. Like she could be. Yeah, that's. I, yeah. Just trying to get get one past you. Get one past the goalie. Howie Long is in it. Ooh, football Howie Long, player turned uh, actor. Yeah, turned actor. Yeah. I've definitely got some plans of uh, at one point us doing a month of all um, skydiving movies, and how Howie Long is tentatively penciled in there. Oh. Of course, so we we might be. Discussing him on the podcast Ooh. some someday. Is the, the month future. a tribute 
to uh, Point Break. You'll probably just talk about Point Break the whole month anyways. Yeah. So yeah, it's, Even it's, though it's we've already be covered either it. Way. Yeah, for sure. You're not making me watch that fucking remake. Coming up next, I'm Point not watching Break that. 2. Electric and Sky week, Boogaloo. Point Break 3. We talk about it a third time. Yeah, yeah, baby, yeah. We talk about everything because it's baby oil and blow. Go check out that Point Break episode. Action-y. And we were way more engaged shooty, back then than we are whatever. now. Yeah, that's true. Imagine those episodes are way more listenable than this shit. These days were highly dramatic. Because we are the drama it's, kings. We're drama kings all month long here on the Baby One Blow. That's right. I am one half of your. That's your NPR voice. Hosts. No, I'm being dramatic. Oh, okay. Because it was a departure. Sounded from like my that guy who uh, usual. hosts the NPR Jazz Show oh, on hey. late Sunday nights. Hey, it's NPR Jazz with me as that always. That shit sucks. Yeah. Well, wow, shit sucks. Yeah, I'm one half of your host. I'm Matto. With me as always, you, sir. Uh huh. You can be, you can be Here the Angus Young to mm-hmm. my Bond Scott. Wow, you are Nate Adams. Oh hoy hoy, everybody! I'm glad to hear that. Uh, we both get to be the equally cool guys from ACDC. Right. There's there's not one better than the other. I no. I celebrate their entire catalog. That's why the band's entire catalog. That's why Angus Young had to kill Bond Scott. Oh, I had always heard that Courtney Love was involved in that. <sighs> And you're thinking of Lane Staley. Oh, fuck, man. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, beefs going on in the rock game. Oh, you don't hear as yeah. much about it. No. Like, the media always wants to jump on those rap beefs because yeah. of the inherent racism of our culture. Uh, yeah, but, like, totally. You get these rocker guys no. fucking taking each other out right and left, and that shit gets covered up, man. It's kind of disgusting. Because the Goombas, man, the Italians are yeah. out there. Speaking They're of covering which, it up. They, all, so they cover it all up. Busy, busy holiday them. weekend. We're fucking nipping at the heels of Thanksgiving here. This is about to... It's about to happen. We got a lot of stuff going. We got to get ready before the big day. Yep. We're trying to squeeze in this podcast. We should just we should just get into it. We should not waste a lot of time. That's right. This you gotta, week, like you we're always make... just wasting time when we're recording this podcast. Making time. And we're like, how did it, how did it take so long for us to record that podcast? I wonder. Uh, yeah, we did a really bad job. I'm just kind of defeated. We got a, this point. a big meaty movie. I don't think much of anything. Maybe the biggest meatiest movie we've ever talked about this is i guess probably some of those s craig zoller movies we talked about were as long as this fucking movie right here no we're covering heavyweights uh oh that that that's what yeah that's that that's not what i meant movie about I could think movies, of. oh okay i'm definitely open to covering heavyweights in the future if we yeah. get uh i don't know maybe a, a month of summer camp movies that sounds that There's sounds like a fun thing for things. summer 2022 yeah. like we can yeah. get a little Ernest goes Go to, to camp, camp a little meatballs a little yeah. heavyweights uh, we'll cap it all off camp. with Camp Nowhere, oh. Christopher Lloyd's finest moment in oh. film. Yeah, he does a lot. That Christopher Lloyd, yeah. people, people don't give him. He enough did credit. a lot of uh, creepy hanging out with little children, and that movie is what he did for sure. And in Dennis the Menace, mm-hmm. Matt, we've been talking about uh, prestigious Oscar bait films all. Month oh, long, the Prestige! All I love long. that movie. And, uh, Hell yeah. yeah! We've been talking about the Prestige. We've been talking about. Uh, abracadabra or whatever that other fucking movie was that came out at the exact same time yep. as the prestige that had edward norton in it oh I yeah love all those magic movies for magic sure mike yep magic That's mike another one. great magician movie that i'm 100 percent on board with yep 
And this, the last Spider-Man that had Mysterio. That's the fourth magic movie. Jake Gyllenhaal. He seems haunted to me. There's sadness in his eyes, and it just makes him really compelling as an actor. I'm going to tell you, something. somebody did something to him on that Prince of Persia set. He's never been the same. Yeah, I agree. He's not that same joyful soul that was in Bubble Boy. They had that guy locked up, just prodding him, making him take steroids for like six months before he filmed that movie, probably. Probably. Matt, there's a Thanksgiving tradition that's uh, developed over the course of the last few decades. Football! People get together and they watch football all day long. That sort of turn your brain off and don't think about anything and get into a turkey coma and fucking start making sandwiches late in the evening and the Detroit Lions are losing again this year. It's a great little tradition that everybody's on board with. They might get a win on the board. But the nerdier types, the indoor types, the uh, the asthmatics of the world, they've they've been watching all the Godfather movies in oh, a big, uh, marathon. Jesus, it's a big thing that was going on cable for the longest time. Yeah. You know, it was just like, hey, we're gonna start playing the Godfather movies, all of them, all day long on Thanksgiving. You got nothing to do. Nobody's got work. Just watch all of the longest movies all in a row. I'm using this. Never should have given the Italians a television little scheme to make you finally watch The Godfather because you've been refusing to do it your entire life, like a stubborn little cuss. Yeah, there's this. This is just long and we full of Italians. It. We did it. We did it. We were going to talk about it here. Well, I shouldn't happen. say too much. Okay, let's get into the rundown. This, uh, this 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 week, the rundown is brought to us by Thanksgiving TV marathons oh. on cable channels. Uh, I got a little highlight. Any good ones? Rundown of, of some of the yeah. ones that are happening this year on Turkey. Yeah, um, some good ones here. True TV. Oh, you, can you got any oh. guess on what they're going to be? What they're going to be marathoning? Is it going to uh? be a Joker's Thanksgiving? Oh, Impractical Jokers all goddamn day long. <laughs> TV Land, here's one that you might want to, if you feel like going old school, Andy Griffith Show, just all day long. They're just classic. Ooh, Mayberry, Down Home, Americana stuff right there. Sci-Fi, they're playing all the Back to the Future movies all in a row, one after another. Pop, pop, pop. Uh, What do we got here? Uh, Pop TV? You heard of Pop TV? Home of uh, Impact. It's apparently, a, yeah. it's apparently a station. Them and BBC both are playing. Doctor Who. Uh, no, they're playing James Bond movies. All, all. So if you're into, yeah, br- uh, British fucking action. No, no, no thank you. Dumb. Uh, AMC. Uh huh. Playing all the vacation movies, just ro- running through them. Vegas Vacation, Not yeah, we're on that. I'll take it. TNT, the old stalwart. Ooh. They uh, always played all Star these Wars. all these Godfather movies. Oh, they're the That's ones that they do did it. it. They 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 did it, and then last year they uh, corporate synergy man. They started just playing DC superhero movies all day long on Thanksgiving. So then BBC picked up the Godfathers last year. This year BBC's doing Bond too. Wait, what? This year. TNT's only doing uh, fucking DC comic book movies, Suicide Squads, and whatnot again. Nobody's 
nobody's doing fucking the Godfather oh, marathon Jesus this year. Christ. When we decided to jump on the fucking train and oh, get on board God with it, turns out America. they're not even playing them on TV this fucking year. Oh, you d- I, I did all this Story for nothing. Story of my life. Oh, man. Should- Since we're making our own marathon, we're going to have to pick up the baton. It's it's uh, now going to be Baby Oil and Blow where you come to get all of your Godfather content every we Thanksgiving. Have, uh... You want to talk about family. You're with your family and you want to talk about family family we should go to olive garden we should, we should have been recording this at an olive garden we should have man it'd be fat on breadsticks right italians now. love that place that's Just, like their mecca yeah, they get that that sea salt all over those breadsticks they're delicious they go to that fucking pilgrimage which is where you got to go to the fucking uh the, the olive garden yeah prom yeah drink an italian margarita at every stop along the way oh, and then you boy. then you meet the pope yeah hey forget about they it they got it figured out the italians oh paisano this is the rundown okay. of 1972 is the godfather yep the original the big one it's the one that herman cain named his pizza place after i think yep mm-hmm. herman cain he a good rest guy rest in peace yeah he used to be before he died of covid oh um oh. this is a film matt with a runtime Prepare yourself. Sit down. I hope you're. I hope you're seated here. One hundred and seventy-seven minutes. Uh, I'm gonna do the math. I'm <laughs> gonna figure out how long that is. Uh, how many hours is that? Is it like half a day? It's this many. It takes like half a day. Oh, you're leaning in heavy to that fart sound effect. I love it. It's uh, it's a turkey makes you fart. People are eating turkey on oh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's very appropriate. Oh, they're gassy. Episode. It's that an hour, two, two hours and fifty-two minutes. Oh, uh, yeah. We're wait. It's just. Just three minutes shy of three hours is what we're sitting at here. Oh, 57 minutes. Fucking, that's what we're sitting at. Budget-wise, what we're sitting at is, uh, according to the Wikipedia, somewhere between like six and $7.2 million they spent putting this uh, lavish film together in 1972 money. Feel like it would be more expensive. Feel than like it would be more expensive than that too. Yeah. It doesn't seem right. A uh, smash hit. They have uh, people acting it's for scale. Made made its director and several of its stars household names. It's brought in somewhere between two hundred and forty six to two hundred and eighty seven million dollars as far as nineteen seventy two reporting. Greedy going. Italians. Just a huge cultural touchstone. This movie became even at just under three hours long. Everybody wanted to see it. It's the reason none of us like Italians anymore. I mean, there's, there's a lot of different reasons why people don't oh, like okay. Italians. This, this, this movie's this very okay. famous. It had a big impact. Let's not let's let's not go crazy there. They all got to come out of the woodwork and be like, "Oh, that's me! I'm the Godfather!" Hey, yeah, uh, uh, it happened for a long time. At least uh, back before Goodfellas, they were still like wearing slick suits and stuff and trying to be cool that way. Yeah, I guess. So. And they all just started wearing like fucking windbreakers and shit, like they were Ukrainians. Right? Ugh. Ugh. What a what a trashy culture. What happened? Ukrainians or Italians pick one. I don't know. Either way. <laughs> Matt, the director of this film, is an Italian man himself. Uh, comes from oh, a big boy. family. The Coppola dynasty right here. Francis Ford Tony Coppola, Provolone. Old FFC here. Oh, man well. who made his bones, so to speak, by uh, making The Godfather, making this a huge yeah. goddamn hit. Uh, went on to make a lot of movies that people uh, watched did. And, and loved and uh, they considered do. to be classics and masterpieces, I don't. such as Apocalypse Now. I like that one. And The Conversation. Mm. And mm. Uh, Jack. Oh. People love Jack. Yeah. Uh, have you seen Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula? He made, wait, uh, like Jack with uh, Robin Williams? Yeah, that's right. 
That's a good one. <laughs> I know. Yes, yeah. <laughs> maybe his best fucking movie. I don't know. He was so good at filmmaking. He made the uh, Brom Strokers. Yeah, that's right. With uh, the Tom Cruise. Yeah, that, no, that's banging interview a with a vampire. Come year on, old. this is the one with oh, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman yeah, being yeah, a weirdo. Yeah, yeah. that's weird. Keanu too. trying Keanu. to do an accent. Yeah, people love it. I don't know. I've no. never gotten all the way through it in one sitting. No, me. It's neither. always taken me several sittings to get through that movie. I'm an interview with a vampire kind of guy. Made a gigantic failure of a musical that was uh, had all Tom, Tom Waits songs so in it that ruined him for about 30 years. Forget the name of that one. Wait, what? Yeah, that's right. He took all his Godfather fame, uh-huh. uh, made a big studio, uh-huh. spent a ton of mo- money on a lavish musical that Tom Waits wrote and performed all the music for. And uh, funnily enough, nobody went to see it, and it ruined him, and he had to do a bunch of shit in the 80s just to try what? and uh, make ends meet. What movie was that? I forget the name of it. It was some sort of, like, romantic musical thing that nobody wanted to see. Why? Soundtrack's what? pretty good. Tom Waits is some country chick singing. What was he thinking? Playing sad piano songs. I mean, I love it. Yeah, for but sure. But I'm not a fat Italian. I haven't even watched it. I've, I've heard the soundtrack. I've listened to the album, haven't sat mm. through the movie, never will. Okay. Uh, Rotten Tomato score, this one, Matt. Yeah. 98%. 98? It's like a 2% of critics out there who were like poo-pooing The Godfather. So Everybody else, totally on board. Fucking, we're 29, no, excuse me, 39 years? Raj, Gene, everybody. They're all on board. They're, no, 49 years? Removed mm, seventy two. Let's yeah. do the math. Forty nine years mm, removed. Carry the. I can't do I addition and subtraction yeah, on years. To, don't want to. But it's forty nine. Not going to force me to. Oh God, twenty. Yeah, four, yeah. forty nine. Yeah, sounds about right. Jesus Christ! And this movie still has a ninety eight percent. Few people have, have come up against it. Yeah, that's right. That's and right. fucking Copland from just a wow. decade or two ago. Wow, gets a seventy five percent. Living in the past right now, bringing up old shit is what's happening. Oh I see. my god, I got man, this guy, I got problems. This guy, he can he can hold a grudge. This that's one's for not sure. gonna go well. Let's get into the stars of this movie. I got a long list of people. Long. Like I got this a list of an names. Ensemble piece right here. Number one, the guy I want to talk about is. Marlon Brando. Whoop! Well, that, that was uh, Pocahontas that, and me. That immature. Okay. Or, no, premature. Marlon Brando is in yeah. this movie as Don Vito Corleone, the yeah. aging head of a prominent New York crime family. This is a guy who became outrageously famous for playing Stanley and Streetcar, both on the stage and on the film. This guy became infamous for buttering up an unwilling co-star in Last Tango in Paris. He dribbled water on his head in Apocalypse Now. He he was all fat and pale. He did. And of course, a swan song of his career, he invented the concept of having a mini-me in The Island of Dr. Moreau, which I know is one of your favorite films. Just covering himself in white. After Labor Day. He wore an ice bucket on his head to stay cool. Yeah, this is great. He had a lot of cool ideas about what that movie should be. They should have just let him do whatever. If it wasn't for him, Kilmer, Kilmore, yeah, Val Kilmer would have gotten that uh, fucking tumor looked yeah, at. probably. He's, he's trying to keep up with fucking Brando is what's going on. Yeah. Going to no fucking Bellevue. Brando wouldn't have done it. Yeah. Uh, another guy in this movie, favorite years. Uh, no, he's one of your favorite actors of all time. Yeah. This is uh, one of his big roles. Woo! 
Al Pacino is in this Wait, movie. Oh, no, he's not. That's not. It's Michael Corleone, the youngest son of a prominent New York crime family. The only person who looked more bored than me in this movie. He was hunting a serial killer of gay men in William Friedkin's Cruising. You remember him from that? Cruising, we yeah. We just talked about him as cokehead cop Vincent Hanna in we, Heat. We did. And we uh, did. maybe the pinnacle of his career before things started going down. He played the character Victor Taransky in Simone. Simone. That's also his favorite film that he's done. Yeah, I've heard him say that in interviews right and left. Mm-hmm. Matt James Kahn is in this film as the character Sonny Corleone, mm-hmm. the oldest son of a prominent New York crime family. Yep. He was uh, fucking Frank in Michael Mann's second best movie, Thief. Mm-hmm. It's a great little film. Check mm-hmm. it out. He was Buddy the Elf's biological father, Walter. In the Christmas classic, new Christmas classic, maybe the only new classic of the last 20 years as far as Christmas films go. Oh, that's fair. Is Santa Claus the only one, like the, the newest one before Elf that's a uh, total classic? Which Oh, oh with uh, Tim uh, Yeah, Tim, Tim Allen, Allen's. Santa Claus. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you'll be changing your tune once you watch Paul Blart next month. Okay, spoiler alert. Yeah. Wow, wow, okay. I look forward yeah. to that. Uh, he was the owner of the landscaping company, the Lawn Wranglers, Mr. Oh, Henry, in Bottle Rocket. Hell yeah. This guy's, he can do anything, basically. Also, uh, that Zoe Deschanel is smoking hot in that elf movie. Okay, wow. Isn't she, like, blonde in that one? I thought, I didn't like I don't, it. I don't know. I thought the blonde hair washed out her features too much, if I remember correctly. She's the right combination of something in that one. It really gets it done for me. Uh I prefer bones if we're talking Deschanel's. Toss me a bones is what I always say. Ugh. John Cazale is in this movie. This is so big as reptilian. Fredo Corleone, the middle son, the middle child. Yeah. The yeah. fucking uh, Jan Brady of, of the, yep. this prominent New York crime family. This guy was in this movie. He was in The Godfather 2. Oh, that's good. He was in The Deer Hunter. Oh. He was in The Conversation. Huh. He was in Dog Day Afternoon. Oh. What is that? Five movies? That's it. He oh, was okay. only in five movies, and every single one pretty big was either nominated for or won Best Picture. Every fucking movie he was in. This That's guy. A pretty cool career. Quite the fucking run for quite a weaselly little weirdo. Guy was just like, I did some of the most uh, critically acclaimed mm-hmm. movies of our time. Mm-hmm. See you later. Peace him out. What Robert think, what Duvall. is he doing now, do you know? I think he, he died a very long time ago, if I'm not mistaken. Bobby Duvall. Bobby Duvall. He's a big-time big favorite of mine. This guy is solid in everything. Woo! Elevates anything he's Woo! in. He's in this movie as the character Tom Hagen. Yeah. The adopted son of a prominent New York crime family. Uh, you remember him as being Gus McRae in the 1989 Lonesome Dove miniseries, which we talk about so much. Oh, with much. Bret Hart? That I'm eventually no, no. That's the 1995 Lonesome Dumb Dove ongoing series. This is a mini series. Gonna watch this eventually. Okay, gotta watch it. Comes up so often. Yeah. He was Harry Hogue in Days of Thunder. I know. I know you remember oh. him fondly from that one. I just sold off a uh, Dick Trickle uh, Matchbox Racer. Ooh, what 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 were those going for these days? Oh, I I, I probably could have gotten a little oh, more. Guy out doesn't of it. like it was, to talk business at the table. Was, is what he's. It was in a little discount right bin, though. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wasn't asking much. Yikes. Not good news for Tom Cruise's career, doesn't yeah. sound like. 
Hey, not good news for Tony Scott either. Good thing he's not here to hear it. Yeah, he'd probably jump off another bridge. <laughs> also, he's uh, Bill Kilgore in Apocalypse Now, very memorably. Maybe his most iconic role of all time. Charlie in don't Francis surf, Ford Coppola movie. Charlie Robert Duvall. Don't. He was surf. that preacher in the mid '90s when everybody was making their own like uh, mid '90s indie movie. I don't know. He's, he had his own Sling Blade. I forget what it was called. He's also in one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, tell me about it. THX 1138. You like that movie? I'm a big fan. You're the guy who likes that movie? I watch that movie a lot, Nate. Wow, this guy's trying to call The Godfather boring. At least that one's only like an hour and a half. Fair point. Talia Shire is in this film playing the character Connie, the daughter of a prominent New York crime family. Uh, She's fucking Adrian Balboa is what she is. That's it. She's that, she's this, and she's that, and that that's all she's in. Um, I'm pretty sure she's not even in this. I'm pretty sure she's just Adrian. Adrian somehow wandered in this movie. I don't understand it. Yeah. I should have got Rocky in here, is at least by like the third Godfather. Like, yeah. oh, Rocky shows up, and he's a mob enforcer, just like he was in his early days. At least days. I can understand the words coming out of his mouth. Oh, wow. Johnny Russo is in this movie as Carlo, yep. uh, the gold digging pretty boy who marries the Corleone daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you remember him as being the character Scrapelli in the Super Mario Brothers movie? Yep. Also, he played Morris Foley in the season seven, episode 13 episode of Walker, Texas Ranger. Uh, where the Special Olympics is in town, mm. and one of the athletes witnesses an attempted assassination of Walker's PI friend Trent. Jeffy Dahmer witnesses all yeah, that? Yeah, that's right. He was in all that. That's so wow. This guy's had quite the career. I don't know how many people know that. Mm. Look it up. Read a book. Yeah. what right. I have to say. Another guy in this film, Richard S. Castellano. Castellanos. Clemenza. Castellanos. A fat piece of shit capo in the Corleone crime family. Yeah. Uh, also played a fat piece of shit uh, cop, Lieutenant Tonelli, in the slimy 1980 Ooh, crime drama, The Night of the Juggler. Also a pretty good series. I love movie. The Night yeah. of the Jugglers. Good one right That's there. a good movie. I know who else you like uh, is The Man of a Thousand Eyebrows, used to be mm. his nickname. Abe Vigoda. He's in this film with Tessio. He's the decrepit old capo in the Corleone crime family. Uh, you remember him, of course, as being Otis in Good Burger. Yep. Um and also home he was the good burger, home of the good burger. Big Chief Waponi in Joe versus the Volcano. It's maybe Tom Hanks's greatest role, other than that T-shirt you showed me earlier of Tom Hanks pissing in various different movies. Yep, available I will, I will this Friday. Own. Yeah, yeah. Well, wow. like, that's a timed release, that pal. Again, I pre-order that one. Lenny Montana is in this movie as Luca Brazzi. He's the muscle of a prominent New York crime family. The Corleone family. We've been talking about a lot. Yeah. Uh, this guy, other than being Luca Brazzi, very famously, mm-hmm. was a professional wrestler who wrestled under the names both the Zebra Kid and Len Crosby. Mm. Uh, he was a former NWA tag team champion with Tarzan Tyler. Oh. Not exactly a lightweight. No, no pun intended. No. This is a big man, Matt. He's a very big, big man. Just a hulking man. Just a. A hulking man. figure in Hollywood. Yeah. Diane Keaton is in this film. Oh, yeah. She's done it all, as pal. As the character Kay Adams. Yeah. Uh, just white girl. Just basic-ass, oh, boring God. white girl. We were just talking about how great she is in Baby Somehow Boom. wanders into this movie. Uh, she's pretty useless in this movie, but she got 
Unlike the hit film, quite good baby later in her boom. career, like 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 in 1987's Baby Boom, yeah, where she played a girl who had a baby. Right. She was Annie Hall in the movie The Same Name that was directed by a prominent child molester. Also, uh, oh. the matriarch of the family Stone, Sybil, in a little movie I like to call <sighs> The Family Stone. Kept, that's a feel-good favorite right Holy there. Holy crow. What yeah, a good right. one, huh? Some of Coach's best work outside of Coach, if you ask me. Uh, and can we also get it acknowledged okay, that uh, I'd like to, yeah. all the chicks and the fellas like to be like, oh, fall seasons. Chicks who have dicks. Great. Yeah, they do too. The They are like gray sweatpants mm-hmm. season. Fucking uh, oh. Mr. Wilson, okay. Luke Wilson, yeah. fucking puts gray sweatpants season on the map wow. in Family Stone. I didn't know gray sweatpants season was a thing. I like to hear that Luke Wilson is uh, creating new things in the zeitgeist. I'm just saying, y'all better start giving credit. He's the godfather of that. Throw, throw some credit that guy's way. Um, Al Lettieri is in this movie as Salazzo, a Turkish heroin dealer who brings the drug trade to New York City. We, of course, saw him as Rudy Butler, the guy who miserably cucks Sally Struthers' poor little unsuspecting husband and Sam Peckinpah's The Getaway. Oh, yeah, it was the same guy, huh? Terrible, terrible sleazy mustache, and he's just Mm. feeling on those Struthers' titties. Yeah. Great role for him. Great role for him. Great role for anybody. Big-time favorite of mine, Sterling Hayden, is in this movie. We're talking about the bad guys now. We're moving into the bad guys. Playing Captain McCluskey, a dirty Irish police captain, you, who signs on to be Salazzo's muscle. You mix all stay together. These, these guys, they've got no scruples, the Irish. They will uh, stab you in the back if they get half a chance. It's your people. This guy was absolutely tremendous as heroically drunk writer Roger Wade in The Long Goodbye, one mm. of the great films of the 1970s, New Wave. He was General Jack D. Ripper in Dr. Strangelove, mm-hmm. a understood classic that I've never really vibed with or understood why people think it's so good or so funny. No. But also he was, maybe most importantly to me, Howard Anderson in the movie Venom, a very underrated killer snake movie from the early 80s. Oh, with uh, Tom Hardy. Infamous onset divas Klaus Kinski and Oliver Reed. And then Tom Hardy later remade it as yeah. Venom Let There Be Carnage. Starring uh, Woody, Woody Harrelson, Harrelson as Arcady Cassidy Arcady. Thank you, Tom Rock. You did it. Thank you, Tom Rock. Oh, he uh, bailed you out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he texted us it, the next day. Up with that and I was like, "What the fuck's this guy talking about, Cassidy or whatever? What was this?" He's stuff? always he's always texting us like answers to questions. Cassio Academia. As if we remember anything we say while we're recording this thing half drunk. This is. In one, in one brain cell. I think he would learn that we don't pay attention no, to this shit. I have the short-term memory of sea bass over at this podcast. Oh, I got CTE. Mm. Yeah. Bad case. One of the worst <laughs> I've ever seen. Tony <laughs> Giorgio is in this movie as Bruno Tataglia. He's father of uh, Nick Papagiorgio. Son of the head of a prominent New York crime family Oswell. who kicks off a big mob war in this thing. He also played Satan in another uh, great 80s horror movie. This one an anthology, Night Train to Terror. Mm. Check that one out. I think mm. it might be on Shudder. Okay. Richard Conti is in this film as Emilio Barzini, another Barzini. head of a New York crime family who becomes important to the plot of this film. He did a bunch of small roles throughout the 50s and 60s, all over TV and movies. I don't know. That shit's before my time. I don't know what any of these fucking things are. What do you want from me? Dinner rolls. I'm not Bing over here. Oh, God. If you had some couple, dinner rolls? A couple days pre-Thanksgiving. There's you know? no dinner rolls around yet, but Too I bad. wish. 
Alex Rocco is in this movie as Mo Green, big time Jew who's a big wig in the casino business in this movie. Yeah, they all are. You remember him as playing Salvatore in J-Lo's magnum opus, The Wedding Planner? Duh. You remember him more than that, though, I'm sure, as playing Johnny Giovanni Rosini Rose in uh, the two-part season eight finale of Walker, Texas Ranger. Duh. Wedding Bells. Yeah. The uh, two-part episode in which Walker gets married to his longtime girlfriend, Alex, who also has a price on her head. And he also finds out that Alex was originally born Alex with a penis. Spoiler alert. They don't Spelled go with that a penis. until fucking season nine, the last season. It's all about trans rights and whatnot. My name's Alex. there at the end. But spelled with a penis. Also, he played the character Quinn in Herbie Goes Bananas, the one where the sentient VW bug breaks up a counterfeiting ring in Mexico, which I haven't seen, but sounds thrilling. It's a lot like Rolling Thunder. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Sold. Yeah. Finally, finally, uh, here I want to... Bring up one last person. Al Martino is Bring in this it up film. the rear. Songbird Al Martino is in this film as Johnny Fontaine, a famous crooner and actor who's also a greasy Italian. Would you say, Nate, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that he indeed bites the big one? Well, that's right in my notes right here. Uh, Al Martino also appeared in the excellent Nickelodeon family comedy Snow Day. When somebody writes the phrase, Al Martino bites the big one in the bathroom stall of an ice rink being ran by one Iggy Pop. Who assures us that Altino, Al Martino no, yeah. does not bite the no, big No, he one. doesn't, yeah. You know who sucks? Who sucks? Metallica, Metallica sucks. Metallica sucks. Iggy Pop, spitting truths. Letting the kids know. Uh, other than you, Lars, you know you're a baby yeah, Oembo favorite. Yeah. Lars is a good dude. Yeah. He he downloads our uh, pod, podcast weekly. Yeah, and also his, uh, always sends us a check for 75 cents in the, the mail Napster every single yeah. week. He's a good Thank guy. Thank you, Lars. Good guy. Tagline of this film, Matt. You'll never guess. You'll never guess what they came up with. Forget about it. Pretty close. Mama Mia Pizzeria. An offer you can't refuse. Oh, jeez. So they put on the fucking ad copy for this thing. That was... <laughs> plot of this movie, yeah. this long-ass movie, this long-ass plot of this long-ass movie. In the long grass Spanning right the years 1945 to 1955, a chronicle of the fictional Italian... This is, this is not a documentary. Fictional Italian-American oh, okay. Corleone fan, crime family. When organized crime family patriarch Vito Corleone barely survives an attempt on his life, his youngest son, Michael, steps in to take care of the would-be killers, launching a campaign of bloody revenge. Ooh. Matt Bullet Points is the second segment of this podcast where we dig into our notes. We talk about things that jumped out at us as we were watching our film. I know that you probably had a lot of thoughts about this movie. First time watching it, it had to have all came at you. Like a tidal wave of just movie watching Like a wrecking ball. Goodness. Like and a I Miley Cyrus You got a lot of stuff ball. to gush about. If I know you, let's get into all the things that you love about the movie The Godfather. What is your first bullet point? I love that Miley Cyrus song. I mean, Miley Cyrus enough. sucks dick. No, that's a great song. My first point. Her dad was the talented one in the family. Hey, forget about it. They're playing that music fat old white guys have on their phone. Fat old white guys have... (laughs) Wow. What kind of fat old guys are you hanging out with that have the Godfather song on their phones? Those loudmouth Italian guys that you always see at the bar and their phone goes... I don't know. You know? Kind of living 
in Indiana, there's not really very many loud, fat Italian guys around. Look, where where have you been hanging out? Fat Italian guys have this. You think that they have their this. cell tone? Uh, that music is very instantly recognizable as a Godfather music. I'll tell you that right there. And uh, they let us sit in darkness with it for and maybe they, like 10 seconds before the credits start. And then they show you that logo. Feels like a long time. That spoofed all those pizzeria logos, just you know? like, uh, whew, sit with it for a minute. This is, listen to this music. Drink it in, it in man. Drink it in. This is going to be a long movie. We're going to give you like a 10 second wait before the credits even start is what's going to happen here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we get, we get the Godfather font, which once again... Herman Cain invented, so uh, hopefully they were paying him royalties. Hopefully. Uh, and we get an opening monologue. Mm. I believe in America. Mm. The voiceover narration tells us. What a way to start a movie, Matt. I'm afraid of America. As a proud American, I know you were on board with this right away. This uh, this this monologue about uh, the, the hope, the promise of America, the, 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 the justice, the uh, equality that goes on in this country. If you knew anything you, all about these things. me, you love all these things. You know that I don't include Italians in my America. Oh, slow pull out camera does from this guy telling this horrible story. Yeah. He turns into about, hey, his, somebody beat Luigi's his, daughter. His daughter's terrible, terrible beating uh, that she got after refusing to have just like some sort of three way with some uh, random, just some random white boys in like a car. Whatever. Yeah. It's uh, ugh, this is. This is a nice, nice Italian girl, though. He, t- he says, like she, she wasn't into it. Like she wasn't, yeah. she wasn't gonna get filled out. All she had virtue or whatever he she said. Was, she was not gonna let them spit roast her. Is is what he says. It's a direct quote right here. I don't think he said that though. He does. He says all of it. I don't think Luigi pulling out. said that. Saying, he's talking slow. He's haunted. And then eventually we're behind a desk and we we're behind who he's talking he's like, to. No, she's ugly. And we're seeing things from the perspective of this guy here. It's it's the fucking Godfather. Yeah. It's, Brando. Awesome camera work here. Petting a cat. Sucking us into this world. He's petting a cat like Dr. Claw from Inspector Gadget. Which I was into Uh, the first time I saw this movie. I was like, this guy's cool like the guy from Inspector Gadget. Fucking I'm on board with him for sure. And he's like, Godfather, I need you to fucking kill these guys because they beat my woman, my my daughter ugly. Yeah. Who's gonna marry her now? Oh, it's I'm a sad Luigi. They beat my daughter. This is where we learned about the Godfather. He's like, you know what? When was the last time we've hung out, bro? Yeah. Like, I uh, can't remember you ever being like, hey, come over to my house and have a beer or something, yeah. watch a ball game. Why would I help you? Because it's his uh, daughter's wedding, and he can't refuse a request. It turns out, yeah, it's some weird Italian fucking thing goes on in their folklore. This is like yeah. the Lord of the Rings with all the, right. the dumb Italian folklore we gotta right. learn in this movie. Yeah. You can't refuse any quest on your daughter. That's ridiculous. They do What this, if I just so. asked you to give me your entire fortune? You gotta do it? You gotta write me a check if I show up at your daughter's wedding? They like, they get very serious. They love to talk about family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then they like to grab yeah. each other closely and slap the back so of each close. other's necks real hard. Oh, yeah. While they like stare at each other's sure, faces yeah, uh-huh. like wrestlers do. Yeah. It's weird. I don't get it. This guy, the Godfather. Don yeah. Vito Corleone. He knows that this this guy has just treated him like a scumbag criminal up to this point. Right. He doesn't want to get close to him. He's afraid of him. So he's like, "Come on, you come to me now, hat in hand, when you need something. You gotta, you gotta fucking be friends before this shit happens." Yeah. I'm not gonna help you out. Get the fuck out of here. 
And the guy's like, oh, I got these cheeseburgers, Godfather. I'll suck your dick. Yeah. Godfather's like, get, offer. get him the fuck out of here. Take him out of here. I'm not helping him out. Get him the fuck out of here. Thinks about it for a minute, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The guy gets down, and he literally kisses the Godfather's ring. And he's like, yeah, that's what I needed. Basically just needed you to, like, show me some love here. Yeah. You know tickle, I, tickle the taint a little bit. You don't have to kiss my penis. Just kiss this ring. Also, we learned in a minute that I really wasn't allowed to say no to you anyways. So I was just... Basically, like, fucking making you sweat for a minute. Mm. I'll have some guys go kill those dudes. Like, no problem. Cool. No problem at all. Yeah, I got no scruples. And then we're in the middle of a big fucking party, because this is a fucking wedding. It's not a big party. It's a boring-ass old Italian wedding. It's a big Italian wedding. There's hundreds of people here. There's all sorts of extras. There's music going on. There's people dancing. I don't know. How how they pulled off such a large-scale thing with such a reportedly small budget here. My theory is they just got Coppola's big-ass Italian family yeah, before and COVID. tricked them into thinking yeah. that some cousin they didn't know was yeah. really getting married, so they were all just showing up for free food and whatever. Hey, get a crazy 88-year-old great-uncle Tony Fanafan Flutie up here to sing a song. Yeah, I was watching a little bit of The Godfather 2 uh, this afternoon. Yeah, Electric Boogaloo. I'd forgotten that they bring him back, and it's an important... Uh, Important little plot point there where he's trying to do that in the second one. And they're like, mm, times have changed, old man. Nobody gives a fuck about your old Italian ass anymore. Oh, nice. That's the one I need to watch. See, a lot of people a lot of people say Godfather 2 is the better movie. Uh, as we go on through here, I don't know. We'll see how we feel. The FBI's here. They're writing down all the license plates of the people come to this fucking wedding. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, probably these guys are fucking criminals. That's pretty funny. It's smart on the FBI's. Uh, yep. Also, this is where we first meet uh, Corleone Capo Clemenza, who's a fat piece of shit. Yeah, he's so fat, he's drinking a yeah. pitcher of wine. Just a plastic pitcher full of wine, and he's out of breath from dancing for like two minutes. Yeah. This is an authentic mob guy right here. This might be the most authentic uh, portrait of a, of a mob man that's ever been put on celluloid, in my opinion. I just like that those were the same pictures that uh, they used to give you full of soda pop. At Aurelio's. Yeah, absolutely. You go into any sort of worth it salt fucking pizzeria, you're going to get a big old pitcher of soda pop in one of these things. He's drinking probably some table wine out of. It's nice. We meet another old Italian asshole who has his picture taken by the wedding photographer and he demands his goons go rip up the film. This turns out to be Barzini later on. Rip it up. I think, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. There's a lot of old Italian guys in this thing. It's hard to keep them them straight. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sonny, the hothead, James Kahn. Yeah. He shows up here, and he starts screaming at the FBI guys who are writing down all these license plate numbers. He smashes their camera, throws money on the ground, all condescending to the guy, like, hey, here's for your fucking camera. Buff on ghoul, eh? Yeah, I got it written down here. What are they saying? Big dick energy going on right here. James Conn marching into this thing like, I'm going to convince you I'm an Italian just by sticking my chest out and going with it. Yeah. You're going to believe it. It's working. He's one of the most believable parts. Absolutely. We're back into the, the Don's uh, office after this, and we meet uh, some some old guy who's talking about Enzo the Baker. Yeah, this is Enzo. They're trying to throw Enzo out of the country, as it turns out. Send him back to Italy, because the guy doesn't have any of his papers. Probably, I don't know, as lice or whatever. I don't, I don't know what you got to prove that you don't have to stay in this country back in the 40s. It is probably lice. Yeah, probably lice. Maybe a little dysentery. And he's like, uh, Godfather, Godfather, you got to help me let Enzo the baker stay here so he can marry my daughter. And 
Godfather's like, you know what, I happily accept, because no Sicilian can refuse a request on his daughter's wedding day. It's a weird thing. Also, kind of I, love, trap here. I love the bread from your bakery. Also, yeah, and you've been a good guy, unlike that previous asshole who's been stonewalling me for years. Yeah. And this becomes a little bit of an important plot point later, because Enzo the baker, turns out he's on board with this whole, you scratch my back, I'll scratch Kiss yours the ring thing. shit. He's a yeah. good guy. He's a good guy. He gets it. Ah. <sighs> Enter Michael and his basic bitch girlfriend. Kay? Michael Corleone. Big, big wig in this family. One yeah. of the sons. One of the sons of the Don has the nerve to show up with a non-Italian woman at this Italian wedding. Yeah, she's Dressed like hair she's to... a rich white lady on the day of the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, she's got things. big floofy hat. Oh, ridiculous. He's a very young Diane Keaton. Um... So young that she hasn't yet, like, developed any facial features. Mm-hmm. Anytime I tried to look at her, she just kind of looked like the blank from Dick Tracy. It's like, it's, it's hard yeah. to even tell this is Diane Keaton, because she's really got nothing to do. <laughs> she doesn't really say much other than, like, whining and crying throughout the movie. The uh, wife was able to pick it out. She's like, is that a young Diane Keaton? Oh, yeah. I, I was like, you. could be. I don't know which, so. which white women are which. Yeah, whatever. She doesn't look like one of the first wives clubs to me, but I don't know. Maybe. Is she on that? They're overhearing a gigantic pro wrestling R-word, Luca Brazzi, Whoa. rehearsing a very simple conversation he's going to have with a Don, like an insane person. Yeah. Uh, clearly, clearly not all there. And she's like, who is this gigantic uh, R-word uh, caveman yeah. who's at this wedding, man? I got it written down here. Luca is a caveman. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he's like, oh, well, we'll talk about that a little bit later. It turns out uh, my family and uh, the history and everything we do is pretty horrifying. You're going to learn. You're going to learn. Right. This is when Bobby Duvall shows up as Tom Higgins, and he's like, hey, Michael, oh, I see you brought some sort of white girl. Thanks for nothing. Anyways, your dad wants to see you. Yeah. And she's like, who is that man? He doesn't seem like a greasy Italian. And that's where Michael's like, oh, no, that's he's a Jew lawyer. Like, yeah, he's just fucking, he's, my, my dad brought him in as a child and raised him as his own son because he's a good guy. Turns yeah. out Italians, every once in a while, can be good people. They don't just murder each other over petty grievances and whistle at women on the streets. No, they bring people do in things too, yeah. to do the murder for mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm. Right. <sighs> also, uh, he's an Irish Mick, and he's going to be consigliere, we learn. Yep. Which is a, a word that they just throw around all the time in these mafia movies. They love talking about consiglieries. Yes, they do. Uh, Luca gets in to, to, to give the big speech to the Godfather, and he fucks it up. Yeah. He's, he's repeating himself. He's stammering. He's doing long pauses. Godfather, though, he humors him. He's like, oh, you're doing good. I appreciate you being here because he knows this guy's just a big dumb animal that murders people for him. So yep. He's, he's going to keep him happy. He's going to be like, oh, yeah, cool, cool, whatever. Uh, this is muscle, man. Keep murdering people for me, man, and everything's going to be going to be cool. And it's kind of creepy because as he's just talking to this gigantic serial killer murderer, all the little kids of the family are just like running into the room, screaming and laughing and stuff. Yeah. And he's like, oh, these people are such good family men who murder dozens and dozens of people all the time. Yeah. Right? Right? Don't respect these Italians. You can't. It's impossible to. Dude. None. Such no a- respect. Uh, my next uh, my next bullet point here is Brando's fat Italian wife sings a song. Uh, no, it's Sonny has a big dick slash Lucy has a big vagina. Whoa! So we get a brief interlude here where Sonny propositions this big nosed chick, and then as he's dragging her off to fuck her in some room, some other chick at a different table is 
making like a ooh this big uh, oh, motions is like that what she was oh, talking Sonny's about. Sonny's got a big old dick right okay. there, and that chick's about to get it. Wow. And uh, this is all we get about Sonny's big dick here in this movie, really. But in the novel, Matt, yeah, which I have read. It's a gigantic plot line about Sonny's big dick. That's weird, Nate. And this character he fucks, Lucy, she uh, falls in love with him on account of her gigantic vagina. And she feels what? he's the only man who will ever be able to fill her gigantic vagina. Is this real? Because he's got such a big dick. Who fucking wrote this? Mario Puzzo is Has the he... name of the Italian man who wrote The Godfather. <laughs> Mario Puzzo's a fucking mad it gets better it gets better she's uh, uh so heartbroken when Sonny is later murdered in the movie spoiler alert oh god that there becomes this whole subplot about her gigantic vagina and how she will never uh be able to love because no one will appreciate her once they see how gigantic her vagina is and how it could never please a normal man's dick until she meets a uh plastic surgeon who vows to what? create a breakthrough this, uh, this is really procedure this book? that will give her a... He, he's going to sew that bitch up and uh, you know shorten up the inner walls and give her a tiny vagina, and then he will marry her. <laughs> is that really in the book? I've got some excerpts here that I pulled from the book. This is real. Uh, this subplot that Hold eventually... On, but are you fucking Leads to nothing. Oh, no, not fucking with you. This is in the book here. Do uh, people hold this book in high regard? No, this was kind of a trash novel until Coppola. T- but oh, okay. people read it, I think, now. And are just like... But here we go. I was um, really confused. When he finished, he turned her right side up again, kissed her tenderly on the mouth, and said, Baby, I'm going to build you a whole new thing down there. And then I'll try it out personally. It will be a medical first. I'll be able to write a paper on it for the official journals. Uh, and another little excerpt I found. Nate, that's not that. how pussy works. Before Lucy was put under anesthesia, Jules leaned in and whispered, I told him you were my special girl. So he's going to put in some real tight walls. I want to build you some <laughs> real nice sugar yeah, walls, Apparently baby. he like invented the procedure. Real nice sugar had walls. Had some other plastic surgery guy actually like perform the procedure here. And then... uh. Uh, <clears throat> when they were up to their suite, they were living together now, Lucy found a surprise waiting, a gourmet supper, and next to her champagne glass, a jeweler's box with a huge diamond engagement ring inside it. That shows you how much confidence I have in my work, Jules said. Now let's see you earn it. You'll see. My four-inch dick will feel like paradise. This is this, this doesn't come back around in the end. This isn't something that they had to... This is... Real easy to excise all of this stuff out of the movie, Matt, because it never had anything to do with the rest of the story. <laughs> One of the craziest things I've read... Hard to pick things to cut when you're trying to whittle that movie the part down at to the three end hours. Of, uh, the, 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 the stand? or No, no, what's that? It. The it. it. When all those little kids run a train on the only little girl little kid that's in the movie. Oh, they do that? Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's, that's in the book. In order for her bad. to steal their resolves so that... Uh, They will be unafraid to go confront Pennywise the Clown. The little redhead girl lets all the other tiny little boys fuck her one after another in the sewer. That's weird. Turns out they don't put that in any of the movie adaptations of it. And they didn't put any of this 
gigantic vagina fucking plastic surgeon subplot. This is why I don't into the Godfather movie either. Maybe Hitler was right about some things, Nate. This is why I don't read books. Oh no, he was. Uh, he he had an alliance with. We need to get you some history books. I don't understand. Johnny Fontaine shows up at the hey, wedding. Hey, girls start screaming Fontaine. like the fucking Beatles are there. Like, He's a handsome crooner as it shows up. Hey, I'm Johnny Fontaine. Number one groupie is the bride, fucking uh, Connie, good old Talia Shire. She Johnny, Johnny might know her as Adrian. Here, retards like the zoo. She runs up and she's all like, oh yeah, my God, Johnny, that, yeah. Johnny, blah, blah, blah. Some old auntie shames him into singing a song. He gets up and starts crooning yeah. in front of all these people. The girls are shrieking. I just wrote down, like, aren't all these people fucking related? How much cousin fucking is going on at this Italian wedding? Right I now? wrote down... Jesus, this is boring. Wow. That's yeah. rough. That's it's right. Rough. It's right there. It says, it says, Johnny Fontaine. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Jesus, Jesus, this, is, this boring. is boring. Wow, it turns out. Yeah. This is where Michael tells a story about how Johnny got his big career in Hollywood by right. uh, the, the Don threatening to have Luca Brazzi come and kill some band leader that had him tied up with a contract. Yep, made him an offer he couldn't it's refuse. The first time we hear that, that iconic phrase the offer you can't refuse here mm-hmm. tells he told the, the the band leader either his brains uh, or his signature would be on the contract One that's a true two. story that's a true story he tells yeah that was that's based in true all diane keaton has to do in this movie is like look slack jawed and stupid and occasionally cry so that's just what she's doing like while all this stuff's being explained to her right here not her not her not her greatest role uh, also fredo shows up during uh-huh. the story he's pretty fucking housed man Fredo shit Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michael gives him the classic thing you give to a drunk guy when everybody else is sober. Having a good time? Oh, Some good yeah. passive-aggressive shit to say to just a drunk guy move. drooling all over everybody. Having a good time? It's a great time. Great time right here. Uh, Johnny Fontaine comes in to meet the fucking Don here. He's yeah. making some requests. Turned out some Hollywood big shot producer won't give him a part. Guy says, no way. What are you going to do for me, fucking Don Corleone here? Mm-hmm. Come on, I need some help out in Hollywood. You're supposed to be some sort of big shot. Uh, meanwhile, Tom interrupts Sonny fucking the big vagina lady. Mm-hmm. Tells him you got to come and get on this convo, man. There's stuff going on. And Sonny's like, I'm going to keep fucking this big j- vagina lady, and then when I finish, I'll come. It's the only sheath that fits this big penis. That's right. As it turns out, these people were made for each other. Yeah. Uh, Brando, after hearing Johnny Fontaine's sob story, uh, tells him, Are you gonna act like a man? Which yeah. Is pretty good. I like when he starts whimpering and like making fun of him. Like, I'm crying over here. It's funny stuff right here. But the Don's still got a soft spot for Johnny. He's like, Oh, you still taking care of your family and all that? Then I'll help you out. Yeah. Man. I'm gonna go meet with this producer guy. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. Uh, mm-hmm. Bada bing, bada boom. Hey, Forget uh, about it. Mm-hmm. Over here with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, some more business with Tom Higgin, uh, old uh, Bobby Duvall in the office here. Turns out uh, the husband, the, the the pretty boy that's marrying Connie, yeah. he's going to get a job. In the fa- he's he's going to make him a living, but he's not going to be in the family business. He's not allowed not anywhere near it. discuss the business with them. We established this. We're going to have a meeting with some guy named Salazzo, we establish. That's going to happen. And also Tom's going to go out to California himself to straighten out this big-time movie producer. Get him this role. Next scene, we get some footage of a plane landing in Cali, and I wrote, 27 minutes in, the entire first fucking half hour of this movie was all one wedding scene. That's why I said it was boring. Planted a lot of seeds of shit that's going to come later, 
And I could see maybe thinking that that this movie is boring, but I think the more times I watch The Godfather, the more this scene just looks virtuoso in the way it just sets all these fucking moving pieces up all in one big old extended beautifully shot sequence with so many moving parts i I appreciate the filmmaking here so much i think this opening is one of the great fucking film openings matt nate the 27 minute wedding scene nate let me ask you something okay what do you got you like going to weddings, Nate? stupendous storytelling i like going to a wedding every once in a while as long as i know like a good like six to seven people at the wedding i know like two to three it's not it's not a good time generally i guess it's I, I, you know i like the ones i don't know i usually have more fun at the ones i don't know oh, people is you, at. you're doing some classic wedding crashings is what's going on here going into weddings where you don't know anybody no we've gone to a couple when random weddings over the years where we just drink with people and they're like eh, it's the day before i don't give a fuck there's cancellations you guys should show up at the wedding. Oh, yeah, right. It's like, well, Go okay. make small talk with people. All right. I don't know, while wearing Those uncomfortable clothing. Those no, have been you. the best. So uh, Tom shows up to the movie set. No stakes, all sizzle. He's muscle and the producer. Yep. His producer's loud and racist. Uh, oh, wait, I forgot. Talk uh, about how he doesn't like greasy fucking Mick uh, Guinea I got, Italians. I got a note here. Uh, Is it finally a character I relate to? No, the, no, no. The racist was, film producer? No, it was the end of the wedding real quick. I, I had a note there mm-hmm. that the... Uh, the Godfather does his patented Godfather dance at the end of the wedding. You know the one. Oh yeah, sure. Everybody's always talking about that. Oh, one. do the Godfather. <laughs> you know the one, one of the most famous scenes. Yeah. Is, yeah. Uh, Tom Higgin tells him, "I'm not a greasy guinea at no. all. I'm fucking uh, I'm a, German I'm a Jew lawyer, bro. I'm fucking a German Irish over here. Look yeah, at my face. Forget about it. Let me tell you something, my Kraut Mick friend. Yeah, <laughs> this guy. This guy's really racist, as it turns out. Yeah. But he's not afraid. He's like, I'm not afraid of any fucking Italian mafia guys. This is the West Coast. This ain't fucking weird-ass New York. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah, Waltz don't like being muscled. nothing going on out here. Fucking hit the fucking bricks. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, turns out, after doing some digging, he finds out, oh, Don Corleone kills people all the time. This guy will definitely kill you. So he's like, oh, maybe bring that Tom guy back and, uh... We'll have some... We'll try to schmooze him a little bit at my house. I don't know. I'm... Don't want to get fucking murdered by Luca Brazzi or anything. Uh, yeah. So they're having some this is a tour of this guy's estate. He's like, look at my stables. I throw a lot of money around. I'm a big time fucking mm-hmm. producer. Look at this dinner I had other people cook. I didn't lift a finger. They just cooked me dinners he all the time. He shows them the stables. That's how rich like, I am. He's like, look at this prize horse. Oh, I'm not going to race gorgeous, it. Gorgeous animal. I'm just going to have it fuck other horses. Jeez, this is my fucking horse. It's going to fuck mares. So he explains to him at this dinner, Johnny Fontaine, this role is perfect for him. Mm. It would make him a big star. That's right. But he tells him, Johnny Fontaine doesn't get that part. Why not? Because Johnny Fontaine fucked cucked some him. sort of young starlet that he was into. He cucked him. He was trying to groom this young starlet to be the next big thing. Johnny Fontaine comes in, he's fucking her right and left. Straight cucked him. That's right, straight cucked him. He tells, uh, he tells Tom Higgin, she was young, she was innocent. And just so you know, I'm not a hard-hearted man. She was beautiful. She was the greatest piece of ass I've ever had. And I've had him all over the world. And he had his head all the way up it. Fucking gross, man. Saying a lot of gross stuff. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so this guy once again starts getting tough with Tom. And, uh, yeah, we don't even... 
Tom's like, all right, then uh, I'm going to take off, man. Going to go straight to the airport and go home because you guys are fucking weird. This sucks. And he said, New York City is awesome. You guys don't even have bacon, egg, and cheeses out here. Like, I don't know New what the York fuck. New York City. He also said, mm-hmm. Brando insists. Welcome to New York. Brando insists on hearing bad news That's right, right away. We don't even cut away to something else after Tom leaves. We just go right into the horse head scene. Yeah. The scene everybody talks about where the guy gets a horse head in his bed. I've seen a lot of this movie, as it mm-hmm. turns out, Nate. Yeah. Just cut up in various. In like the form of the uh, spoof movie Mafia, probably. A probably. Lot of it that way, yeah. Just I've seen a lot of these scenes mm-hmm. randomly. Mm-hmm. And like I watched this one, I was like, I've seen this part. Didn't realize this was the beginning of the movie. Oh, yeah. Thought it was the. It ended with the horse. I don't know. He thought like it was like one of those inspirational yeah. horse movies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, this, this is a great, great little scene here. They do a really good job of uh, showing how gross it would be to wake up with a severed horse head in your bed. There's a lot of really sticky blood. It's all over the place. Whatever. It's all over his legs. Just like banging a chick on a rag. Guys, I don't see what the big deal guys was. Like, What's with this blood? Oh, let me look. Down into my uh, silk sheets a little bit more. Let me pull some more sheet up. Oh, God, there's blood. There's blood everywhere. I'm I'm in a Hellraiser-esque pool of blood. Oh, my beloved horse's head is between my legs. And then he does a very hilarious scream, which we then get some, like, <laughs> expressionist montage <laughs> editing where we see him do the scream four or five times. The scream is basically like the equivalent of the zoom in and out scream during the burbs when Tom Hanks and uh, Art from the Burbs are doing that scream. Yeah. Good stuff. So this guy, he's going to probably let Johnny Fontaine be in the movie now because somehow these guys good ninja crept into his bed while he was asleep and didn't wake him up while like yeah, jumping a horse head and buckets too, of like, blood between his legs. Did, Turns out uh, did they Don Corleone has like ninjas. Like, how did that at happen? his beck and call? Like, I'm a light sleeper, man. I'd hear you oh, step yeah. in. As soon as, as you like I'd probably hear you cutting my horse's head off, like out out in the barn, just <laughs> sleeping with the window cracked a little bit to get some of that breeze because I'm out in L.A. or whatever. Oh God, oh, I just woke up. Sounded like somebody was sawing through my horse's neck bones. Kind what you, of. What do you think? That could possibly be true, though. What do you think your champion stud horse's name would be? Um. Jamaican me crazy. That's pretty cool. It was my favorite uh, racehorse name when I used to go to the racehorse race track as a little kid. Like I'd, I'd always root for him whenever he'd show up. That's why uh, you loved uh, early Michael Cole and Kofi Kingston so much. One hundred percent. We have our meeting with Salazzo after this. This is this is a big part of the movie here. Yeah. Tom Higgin informs us that Salazzo is a Turk. So. Not only is he into anal shit, that means like he's pretty handy with a knife and he grows a lot of poppies. His business is narcotics. If there's any people I hate more mm-hmm. than the Italians, it's the Turks. Yeah, it's tough. They're definitely number one and number two with a bullet. Yeah, 1A, 1B. The Tataglia crime family is behind this guy. They're trying to bring him here into New York to sell all the heroin to everybody. And mm-hmm. everybody wants Don Corleone to get on board because he's got all the judges and he can protect these guys so they don't get taken down before they get their production up and running. Scratch it's the my business back, of the future, yours. Nate. That's right. Uh, everybody wants him to get on board. There's a lot of money in drugs, but the old man, he says no. He's like, this is going to poison our community. Um, I'm not on board. Gambling, selling women into sex slavery, these are respectable. That's right. Uh, 
professions that you don't know, get all for years. don't get all high and mighty. Drugs, this was before ew. women had ew. rights. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Come on. So he makes this decision. This is the decision that's going to tear everything apart and set this movie in motion. Here, Sonny pipes up during the meeting. Is oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know, Dad. Maybe if something like guaranteed this shit, we sell uh, drugs. That's an important moment right here. The old man shuts him down, and he's like. Bah, 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 bah. My kids, they talk out of turn. I'm kids. Hey, you know, I indulge these kids. Forget Come about on. it. Huh? Uh, Luca Brazzi gets a mission after after this meeting. Don Corleone was like, uh, "These tagly assholes, they're gonna try some shit." So go over there, pretend like you don't like me anymore. Say that we broke up. Say that you want to start going with them now, and yeah. uh, just see what's going on. Keep keep your ear to the ground. I don't know. See see what's happening. Do some recon. Got to. Not a very good guy to send for this job because we've already established that this guy's just a complete dullard who can't yeah. even speak total sentences. This is the guy you're sending in undercover yeah. in some sort of sting operation. I don't know. I don't know Don Corleone. Everybody knows he's your he's your uh, he's your pet. Yeah, this guy comes in and knocks down walls like the Kool Aid Man and snaps necks. He's not Pretty the much. guy you send in on a fucking recon mission. No. It's like trying to send Rambo in with just cameras and tell him just take pictures. Don't try to save any of the POWs. It's not going to happen, man. Man, he loves those POWs so much. So uh, he goes and meets with Taglia, who hooks him up with Salazzo, and they're like, oh, yeah, great, cool, we can all work together. Psych! What? And they just stab Luca Brazzi through the hand, stab his hand right into a bar, and then strangle him to death with piano wire. So he Can't get away because his hand's stabbed yeah, that's the right. bar. Just, they gave him the classic one-two. The guy's, the guy's dead now. Yeah. His eyes get real they red. They saw that, that Luca Brazzi double cross coming a mile away. These guys aren't to be trifled with. Looks pretty cool. Pretty fucking extreme, this death scene. Yeah. A lot of gurgling coming out of him. His eyes are just bugging out of his fucking head. He's a pro wrestler. He knows how to sell that shit. Um, uh-huh. I'll come clean. Oh, sure. When they kill him here. Right. This is one of the things this movie I'm not going to complain about. Oh, thank God. I thought this was just going to be you being a whiny baby throughout this entire podcast. Death and decisions of death mm. are very, very real. You feel them. Oh, yeah. Anytime somebody dies in this movie, it's fucking awesome. Even if you think somebody's going to die, you're like, oh, my God, one is somebody going to die? One of the main reasons dads like this movie so much, you can sort of like fucking drift off during all the talking of like, oh, yeah. Barzini, Tataglia, move, 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 Oh, it's getting serious. It's like, oh, this is that part where that guy dies real crazy. Oh, it's getting serious. All right. Oh, I'm starting to get a little sleepy again. Oh, I just farted. Next scene, uh, Michael's out Christmas shopping with Kay, and this is some real barbecues and ball games, basic bitch shit right here. They're uh, fucking just having a lame life, doing lame white people shit, and it's like, Michael is not a part of this crime family. Nah. He's like basically a white guy, just like living with all these Italian guys, mm -hmm. just being boring. He's probably gonna like go to Vermont and open up a candle shop or something. Mm -hmm. That seems like the life we got planned for him. Mm -hmm. Uh... Next scene coming up, big one. They're taking a shot at the king. They come after the Don, Don Corleone. They've already taken out his muscle, Luca. Now they come after him. His driver's out sick, so Fredo, Fredo is going to go get the car. Yeah. Something's amiss here. Driver shouldn't be out sick. This guy, somebody should have taken care of this. He instantly knows something's going on. Don's like, oh, whatever. Fredo's going to go get the car. This is going to take a while. I'm going to walk across the street and go look at these oranges Buy right here. Buy some fruit. This is... First of many, many times where oranges inexplicably appear in this movie right before somebody dies. It happens 
over and over and over fucking again. Oh, yeah. Weird, weird fucking motif. A uh, couple of guys roll up and uh, just shoot him in the back like six times while he's feeling on some oranges. Yep. It's a lot of bullets that go in his back. It's yep. pretty clear that he's he's dead right here because yeah. of all the bullets he takes yeah. riddling his entire body. Uh, Fredo tries to help, but he fumbles his gun like a scared little bitch and drops it on the ground. Whenever. He wasn't paying close enough attention. And he's just sitting next to his dad crying, crying like a little fucking baby. <laughs> Fredo's, Fredo's weak and he's stupid. He is. He's a uh, bumbling idiot. That's right. Uh, so the Don, you'd think he'd be dead, but as, as it turns out, he's not because mm. we need some more Brando in this movie. Meanwhile, Salato finds Tom Higgins out, uh, I don't know, at the local Target or whatever, just buying some essentials. And he's like, yeah, get into the car. We got some talking to do, man. Yeah. Oh, Michael and Kay are having a big day. They come out of Radio City Music Hall. They're doing some Christmas shopping. They're going to see plays. This is just some real bougie white people bullshit. Probably listening to NPR on the way home or whatever. Probably listening to Al Martino records. Oh, Al Martino bites the big one, man. I hope that's not true. Uh, while, while while his dad is bleeding in the streets, he's he's just out catching plays. What 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 a bougie twit. Mm. When Kay sees on, on a newspaper headline, like, uh, oh, shit, look at that. Says in the newspaper. Fat Italian guy gets shot. Your old Italian dad has probably been murdered. And that's and pretty rough. like, that fat Italian man is my father. Not just pre-internet, not just pre-cell phone. This is pre-fucking answering machine. Like, I got to find out on a newspaper. Newspaper. Newspaper is the soonest way you're seeing that your dad died. This fat Italian man is my father. People calling your house if you're out. Just on lunch dates with Kay all the time, you're not going to know. How are you going to figure out your dad's dead? It was a crazy world back then. I can't He's even imagine at this point. High on special K. Mm-hmm. With the old man down, Sonny's in charge, which, whew, I don't know how this is going to go, because we've established that he's just like a big hothead with a gigantic horse cock that, you know, likes to fuck chicks and Sonny came fly home. off the fucking handle. Sonny came home. Uh, he sends Clemenza to find out what was going on with the... The driver slash bodyguard, that guy, because probably that Pauly. guy's got to die. Yeah, he's like, why, why is Polly doing that guy. it? He's got a screaming baby in his ear and a frantic wife. This guy's got a lot on his plate. I don't mm-hmm. know if he can be the new Don, quite frankly, Matt. Mm-hmm. You should be all right. Gets a phone call that they have Tom Hagen. They're like, uh, we're holding him hostage. Don't lose that famous temporary years. We got to talk turkey, man. This is all business. Meanwhile, we see Salazzo telling Tom, like, hey, man, it's going to be your job to get Sonny on board with us because we heard him say in that meeting that he wants yep. to sell drugs with us and we want to sell drugs with him. If we could all just sell drugs and forget about the fact that we shot his dad a bunch of times, we're you, all going to make a lot of you money. You need to make the peace, pal. We're all going to make a lot of fucking money here. It's good business, Tom. Tom knows that Sonny is a fucking moron, though. He's not going to hear reason. He's going to get all mad and go to war. But And then they're like, oh, also... Mm-hmm. We killed Luca Brazzi. Yeah, so don't even think about sending him after us because yeah. he's dead. Give me a break. Uh, but around this time, word starts going around to everybody like, actually, uh, that old fat man is going to survive having six bullets put into his spine somehow. He's this still alive. That inexplicably he's has cotton in his mouth? Throws everybody's plans into crazy upheaval. Now nobody knows what's going to happen next. Time for a State of the Union address. Yeah, we get all the sons together, Tom and Sonny and all the capos. We're all in a meeting, strategizing, strategizing yeah. at, at, at the dinner table here. 
they got the driver here. He's acting fake sick. Like, uh, uh, yeah, it was crazy how I couldn't come into work the other day. I don't know, man. Sonny's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, by the way, kill that piece of shit. Uh, he's definitely the one that arranged that whole fucking hit on my dad. We got we to gotta take him out. He needs to die. And when Tessio, old Abe Vigoda, is like, uh, somebody handed me this fish wrapped up in some newspaper. Oh, it just showed up. Yeah, that's when he At learned. the door, fresh oh. delivery. It's a Sicilian message. Luca Brazzi sleeps with the fishes. Now we all know. Now now we know why everybody's dad says that all the time. It's because of this scene in this movie right here. Yep. Yep. Another line that everybody's dad says, leave the gun, take the cannoli. We learn about that in the next scene because fat piece of shit Clemenza is the one who draws the short straw and has to go take that fucking guy out to kill him out in the fucking field somewhere. Yep. So, uh... Him and some other goon take him out there in a field, <laughs> blast him in the back of the head, but they got some sweets with them, and he's like, oh, I'm sweaty and fucking just greasy and roly-poly, man. Make sure, we don't, make sure those donuts don't get any blood on them after we killed this guy. Yeah. Next scene, uh, Clemenza's is cooking a bunch of gravy because he's just a fat fuck. All he can think about is eating. He's throwing some sausages and some meatballs and some fucking gravy here and just talking to Michael like, hey, listen to me talk about cooking food because maybe Italian guys like to cook food with tomato sauce and whatnot. I mean, I make a pretty good uh, spaghetti sauce Oh, yeah? You do, you do that uh, Goodfellas thing where you cut the garlic with the with the razor blade, like in that scene they have that rips off this scene, almost whole, whole fucking hog that everybody loves and talks about all the time? No, you, McCormick you just don't do that. You sells do that like all? garlic and oh, powder. Yeah. Wow, that's much way more, more convenient. convenient. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, yes. I don't know why anybody would use anything they else. They sell things called measuring spoons. You just dip one. You, well, you don't say. You can, you can screw the whole cap off the thing because it's got like a shaker what cap. You just take the whole cap off. Of just put next. the little measuring spoon in there. You can put like, it right in there? Yeah, and then you're just like, wow. yeah, that's the amount I need. Huh. And then you're good. I'll make make change the way. I've, I've been cooking everything according to my uh, Goodfellas cookbook I'm, I got. Pro- for a long time. Probably going to make my award-winning spaghetti tomorrow night. Wow. I'm not even Italian. Kay calls up during all this, and she's like, oh, Michael, what's going on? Are you going to become I love you, Michael. Say the fucking words. Yeah, that is weird. She's like begging him to say I love you over the phone. Like, he's just like, yeah, it's real needy, crazy girl energy. He's like, yeah, whatever, lady. Like, we've had like four dates or whatever. Ugh, pretty fucking desperate. You, you need to drop this chick, Michael, right now. Like, she's not cool. Your life could be super cool. Your dad's like a cool gangster guy, and you're like just dating white chicks from New Hampshire. Why? What's this fat Why? guy's name? Carmanza? Clemenza. Clemenza. He's like influenza. He's like, bro. Mm-hmm. I heard your phone conversation. Yeah. You need to tell that it's girl. Pretty you gay. Love her. <laughs> gay. Is what nah, they're about? all about family, and he's like, bro. Oh, you why don't, don't you tell the girl you love her? You don't get to marry a woman until you're I love you so much. Like, I, I think I'm going to die. Like, yeah, we can hit them. Yeah, we can sleep with other women that aren't them. Constantly. But you just got to say bullshit like you love them. Yeah, and then they're like, uh, oh, Clemenza, these, by the way. These fat Italians that, respect uh, nothing. That piece of shit Polly we told you to kill. He yeah. d- says a cool line. Oh, Polly, we won't see him no more. Because they killed him. Because they killed him, man. Yeah, <laughs> That's the yeah. joke. Yeah. Uh, Michael and Kay are having an awkward dinner date after this where she's like, uh, so what's up? Like, we're still going to be a couple even though your dad just uh, had his life uh, almost taken by assassins, right? He's like, yeah, sure, sure, mm, sure. Uh, mm, go move to New yeah, Hampshire you, you move to with New your Hampshire, parents. though. Yeah, like... Mm, Don't come back. Leave, leave New York entirely and maybe someday we'll start hanging out again. Yeah. I don't know. 
I'm probably going to be gone for a little bit. He's got a weary look here. This guy's, it's starting to process in his head. He's starting to realize what's going on, uh, the series of events that's about to take place. He's he's going to have to make some tough decisions here in the future. Yeah. This this boring lady needs to just go back to her home is, mm. is, what, is what's happening mm. here. A little heavy-handed with the parallels, but we'll get to that later. Okay. Next scene. This is one of the great scenes. This this is one of my favorites. Uh, the hospital scene. Mikey Michael, goes to the Michael hospital. Goes to visit his father in the hospital. It's, Everyone's missing. I'm looking around. I'm trying to talk to go see how my father's doing. Suddenly, there's horror movie music. Nobody it's works. All tense. The place Nobody is, works in this hospital. Looks like something out of like some sort of contagion flick. This room's empty. Nobody's Everyone's around. Empty. There's Always. a record skipping, all creepy. My father. Michael knows something's weird. He's he's looking around. He's he's gonna spring into action. This guy's gonna take care of his shit. If they're not gonna handle, I'm gonna handle it. Finds his dad. He's he's alone. Where's his bodyguards? First of all, yeah. Some nurse comes in. Is trying to be like all cunty to him. Like, hey, why are you in here? Get out of here. Yeah, I'm a nurse. Leave I'm in charge. Asshole. This guy, he's he's a he's an old war hero, man. Sure, he's he's young and fresh faced, but he's been in the shit. So this guy. He's, he's good under pressure, we learn in this scene. He's like, we're going to move my father to a different room. Well, he acts as real quick. You're going to shut the fuck up and just do what I tell you. He's smart, though. He acts as real quick. He's like, there was a shit ton of people here. I'm not an idiot. Where did all those people go? Oh, the cops and showed she up. She gives it up, yeah. They told them they Cops hauled them all off about 10 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. The fix is in. The cops are in on this, as it turns out. Michael knows now. Like, mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, they they wheel him into another room, and then uh, right when they get him there, a a man starts walking down the hallway all ominous, all Mm. slow. He's got some flowers in his hand. What's in there? Has he got a gun hidden in there? Is this an assassin coming to kill us? No, it's just Enzo the Baker, as it turns out. He's he's like, are you an assassin? I I came to, uh, I'm just an errand boy. I'm a baker. I came here oh. to uh, pay my respects to your father because he helped me out so much. Oh. And Michael's like, all right, Enzo the Baker, you want to fucking help out? I got some plans here. Like, you go outside and wait for me. Shut the fuck up. Go fucking outside and wait for me. Shut the fuck up me. and go outside, you fucking Italian moron. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we're going to pull some shit right hey. here. Right. Uh, that, that favor that the Don did in good faith is coming back here to help him out now. Yeah. This, this movie. This movie's about karma. This movie's about community. It's about. And karma. Helping people out, people helping you put people. Good into the it world. Believes that good comes believes back. Believes that. That's that's how you live your life here. Karma. Michael uh, goes to the Fat Don. Italian karma. He's still comatose. Don and tells him, "Don't worry, I'm I'm with you now." He touches his head gently. Listen, I'm gonna take care of your pappy. You can almost detect a faint smile on the old oh, man's face here. I love and you very much, just father. Subtle little 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 smattering of the Godfather theme starts playing here, and you're like. Is this the passing of the torch right here? I'm doing, I'm doing is, quiet, young. Why is Pacino. the Godfather theme playing for uh, Michael here? Is is Michael the Godfather now no. here? Is this what's happening here? My a little father. subtle piece of filmmaking here. But you get it. You get what's happening. He's the father. So Michael and Enzo stand outside the hospital. They put their collars up. They put their hands in their coats, acting like they got yeah. they got heaters on them and they're bodyguards. So when the assassins come, they'd be like, oh shit, the bodyguards are still here. Fucking, we were supposed to roll in and kill that guy. What are we going to do? Put your hands in your pocket and act like you're five foot ten with me. Mm-hmm. And he does. These are both two tiny men out here, but yep. you know they got guns, so it, it works. It's yeah. the great equalizer. Having a gun on you. That's why I carry one everywhere I fucking. Hell go. yeah, it's Northwest Indiana. They you just should. gotta. They just gotta fucking kill some time before Sonny and all the guys can get here and fucking uh, get the the old man protected again. And it works. This shit. It works perfectly. Uh, another little 
great bit of filmmaking here after after the the assassins roll out enzo is it's the scariest thing that's ever happened to him in his life he's yeah. he's got to have a cigarette here he's pulls out his cigarette and he pulls out his lighter but his his hands are shaking this he can't, guy he can't this guy's terrified it. michael cool as a cucumber lights a cigarette for him this guy this guy under pressure he thrives he's, he's killing it Sterling Hayden shows up now in the next scene, just being a gigantic fucking Irish Mick cop. Huh? He rolls up and he's like, what are you fucking assholes doing? I told everybody to get out of this hospital. I'm a cop. Do what I say. Fucking uh, uh, potatoes and four-leaf clovers and all that shit. Uh, shishar, shishar, shishar. He's on the payroll of Salazzo Tataglia. This guy's a real piece of shit. Michael's like, you know what? You're a real piece of shit. How much is the Turk paying you to be such a piece of shit, I wonder? Mm. Hayden's like, hold this guy's arms. I'm going to give him a big crack across the jaw here. He does. She does. He knocks him out cold, one punch. He's a big man, Sterling Hayden. Yep. Everybody else kind of like, I don't know, man. This guy's a war hero, and uh, everybody knows he's not part of the mafia family. He's just kind of a cool dude. It's kind of shitty how you just broke his jaw with one punch. Uh, this, guy's, this guy's cool. He's like, nah, man, I'm like 6'2". Yeah. Fuck this little guy. He I'm gets, police captain. He does this reaction after he punches them where he kind of instantly knows that he goes too far, but then he's like, uh, it still felt too good doing it. Yeah. I don't care. Like, great acting by Sterling Hayden in this fucking scene right here. A1, A1 guy. Uh, Tom shows up in the nick of time after this with a bunch of armed guards, uh, and he's saying some lawyer shit and whatnot. These are though, private so. detectives, and they're it licensed worked. to carry guns. Although Michael's stalling worked, his father's gonna live. Yeah, he did the thing. My next bullet point is, we hit Bruno Tataglia at 4 o'clock this morning. Michael yeah. shows up at the house. And this is like a military compound now. Sonny's gone to war. He's got all sorts of shit going on. He beefed he's up security. Took out Tataglia. He's beefed up security. All sorts of shit's going on. Salazzo's freaking out, as it turns out. He wants to make peace. He doesn't want to go to war. No. So he's like, send Michael, that kid who uh, isn't fucking gangster over. I'll talk to him. We'll be reasonable. Yeah. We don't have to kill each other with all this shit. We don't want to talk to fucking gangbanger Sonny. Yeah. Sonny's just like, no, I'm a gangbanger, though. Like, I, wanna, I want to take yeah. this guy's head. Live by the gun, die by the gun. So this is why fucking old Tom Hagen has to start putting that bass in his voice like he does, saying, yeah. it's not business! It's, it's, it's not personal, it's business! Yeah. I'm doing that Robert Duvall voice I do! Bobby Duvall. Fucking love it when Duvall does that Robert Duvall voice right here. Yeah. Come on, Sonny! Yeah. Uh, so, so Tom's like, uh, you know, he's got a fucking New York City... Police captain, his bodyguard now. Nobody's ever gunned down a New York City police captain before. No. Nope. What are we going to do? It's going to turn into the Warriors. Yeah, Every yeah. gang's going to come after us. It's going to be crazy. We're not going to be able to make it to Coney Island. That would have like, been cool if it was like It's going to be ruinous for us. The rest of this movie's going to turn into awesome the Warriors sort of riff. Yeah. And then instead of that boring, fat Italian music, we could have gotten fucking Joe Walsh's in the city. In the city. Michael's all sitting in like an armchair here, like taking a different posture that we've seen him take in this movie. He's kind of all been like chest out, fresh face, energetic. Now he's kind of leaned back and calculated like Mr. Burns in his fingers here. And he's yeah. like, hang on a second. Like, I've been coming up with some plans. Let me throw out some fucking plans here. Conversely, Sonny's just pacing the fucking floor like a caged animal here. Yeah. We're seeing the differences between the brothers going on here. 
Very much so. We get a slow pull-in right here as he starts talking about his plan. The opposite of the slow pull-out that the the movie started with camera working-wise. Mm-hmm. Michael's like, this is how I'm going to kill Salazzo. Like, I'm going to meet with him. Fucking, he's not ex- going to expect me to murder him, so I'm just going to murder the shit out of him. Yep. All you got to do is leave me a gun wherever we're going to fucking be. It's going to be great. That's how you kill a cop. Whole room laughs. They're like, oh, Michael, you're crazy. You could never kill anybody. It's fucking... Sonny's all like Jersey Shore broing out. Like, oh, you got to get in close. Boot him in the head. Also, Michael's got a wired jaw now from his his broken jaws. Mouse wires. So he's, he's talking all weird. The teeth clenched. He's kind of got like a, a Marlon Brando with cotton balls in his mouth thing going on now for no reason. It's like he's, more, he's sort of physically morphing into his father. I'll kill them both. I'm going to go to the meeting and kill them both. So I guess they decide this is a cool plan because the next scene, that fat shit Clemenza is showing him how you kill somebody with a gun. Well, Abe Bogota. Even though he's like a war hero. Oh, do do they know about where the meeting's going to take place? Not quite yet, but they yeah. know like uh, the police captain's going to be there. Police captain has to let people know what his like fucking whereabouts are at all times. All we got to do is have a mole in the fucking police force. That's right. We'll get fucking word of where the meeting's going to take place, yeah. and then boom, we send That's a gun right. there. They're like Clemenzo planning Japanese. That's the part. So he's yeah. like, oh, here we are. I'm wearing a fucking wife beater down in a basement. I put some tape on this gun so your Special fingerprints tape. don't stick to it. Uh, mm-hmm. I made it loud so people will get scared and run away. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to shoot the guys, drop the gun, get out of there. Bada boom, bada bing. Hey, forget about it. Uh. Also, I like how Clemenza talks about how this is a smart thing to do because Salazzo is going to keep keep going and stopping him now is what they need to do like they should have stopped hitler at munich yeah like, he offers that up salazzo is fucking getting political right here all right or fucking clemenza i mean yeah i uh, never wanted to see what happened also, yeah also he, he never wanted to see this happen to michael because he tells him we was all proud of you being a war hero and all mm-hmm. they know there's no coming back from this there's there's no more war heroes in the family it's, it's no. gonna be a Whole family of scumbags from this point going forward. He reassures them his pappy was proud of him, too. Mm, yeah, but mm, not, a, not anymore. Meeting's on. Turns out we're going to go to Louis in the Bronx, we learn. Tessio, uh, being an old man with bladder problems, instantly knows what every bathroom probably in every Italian restaurant in New York is like. So he's like, oh, that place has a great bathroom. I'll tell you the layout entirely. It's got one of them old shit-box flushers that hangs really way above. Kind of the George Costanza of his time, he I really think, is. this Tessio yeah. character right here. Just an expert right here. So yeah, we're going to tape the gun behind the old shit-box fucking toy- turlet mm-hmm. and uh, ask to pee and then come out and blow him away. Yeah. And then uh, the next scene is the scene where this happens. Maybe the best scene in any movie ever. The fucking Michael kills fucking the the bad guys scene. Yep. They pick him up at Jack Dempsey's. Mm -hmm. He's standing outside waiting. Mm -hmm. Car shows up. He's like, oh, fuck it. I guess I got to get in the car. Yep. So he, they he's tense. They he doesn't know if he wants to, but he does fucking it. Fucking the tollway, get on the bridge to go out to New Jersey, and he's like, "Well, they're definitely taking me out to a field to kill me." Fuck, we weren't supposed to go out to New Jersey. This sucks. Uh, fucking Captain McCluskey. That's right. Yeah, he's being far too nice. Oh, he's apologizing. Sorry, kid, uh, hey. that I broke your jaw. With oh, sure, 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 sorry, I punched you in the just face, a little, kid. Maybe getting too old and grumpy for the job, eh? <laughs> Police brutality and whatnot. 
car busts a Yui. Yeah, car is just busting a Yui. They're just trying the G- slip any tails. GW bridge. We're, we're, we're going to still go to fucking Louis in the Bronx or whatever. You don't have to worry about it. The plan's on. They sit down. Uh, I love fucking Hayden's delivery of, how's the Italian food in this restaurant? Yeah. It's just a great way to word things. He's right. That's what I would have said. <laughs> they, 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 tell they assure him that's very good. Best veal in the city. That's right. Mm-hmm. Best veal in the city. You got to get the veal chops. Michael's practicing his piercing stare here during this whole talk with Salazzo. Salazzo is like, uh, let me let me and Michael talk in Italian. And yeah. Sterling Hayden's like, I don't care. I'm just a big, dumb fucking Irish guy. Yeah. Just get, eating some carbs. I'm just loving get, this shit. Just getting that getting veal Getting paid to sit here about, and eat bro. some fucking veal and pasta. So I don't know what they're saying. Uh, no. You don't know what they're saying. It's all I, Italian. I do. So you gotta, I do. I you gotta look it. close. You gotta read their their faces and their demeanors. Yeah. And it's 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 some good acting here. Salazzo is being all menacing. Michael's trying to be stony. Uh, eventually, he's got a break though. He's got to speak some English. This guy isn't isn't great as I yeah. tell you. And he's he's he was trying to be a white guy his entire life up to this point. Is what's happening. Well, he's like enough bullshit, mm-hmm. enough formalities. Let's just get down to brass tacks, yeah. and I speak American the mm-hmm. best, so yeah. that's what we're going to talk I, about. I need, he's, he's like, I need you to guarantee that there will be no more attempts on my dad's life going forward, like, ever again. Yeah. And Salazzo's like, a lot of shit can happen, man. That's not something I can guarantee. Yeah. So then Michael... But he's also like, I just want a truce, though, bro. Michael's kind of throwing that out as one last attempt to not have to do what he's going to have to do. Like, I feel like if he would have just gotten that fucking, like, guarantee, he would have been like, all right, all right, I don't have to be a gangster. I can get out of this. But he's got to do a steely resolve and go into the plan here. Assurance. watching this all happen, like, movie, in Pacino's eyes. Pacino's doing fucking some of the best acting of his career. Assurances. In this movie, which is back when Pacino was still doing... I think the Pacino growling starts showing up in Godfather 2, but it's just yeah. slight. You're getting slight growl. Here he's just like very, still playing a character who's not he's, Al Pacino. He's quiet. Young. He's, he's not yet Al Pacino, he's so he's got to really act is what's happening here. Some, some of the best work going on in here. Uh, so he's like, all right, man, uh, let me go take a piss. And uh, Sterling Hayden's like, you got to go, you got to go, which is just some great dad logic right yeah. there. Like It's hard to argue with that. Like Any dad will agree with that. He you yells, gotta go. You do have to go. He yells that out. Salazzo's the one that's like, well, fuck it. I'm gonna check you for a gun. I already fucking checked him. He doesn't go have a back gun. to your veal, right, right, right. you old fucking mm-hmm. Mick. You know. Yeah, that's right. Um, so uh, he goes into the bathroom. Uh, there's a panicked moment where he can't find the gun, and it's like, oh no, yeah. is there no gun? What's gonna happen? Then he finds it. He takes it down all slowly and careful. Walks to the to the bathroom door to go back in the fucking uh, dining room here. Fixes his hair a little bit. Like, mm, yeah, got to do this business. Sound of an elevated train nearby just takes over everything in the soundtrack. Nate, it's so all you're hearing is a screeching, screeching Nate, of the train. This is uh, this is all pretty tense. This is all very tense. I'll give this it is, to this it. This is good stuff I'll right give here. It to it. Michael comes out instead of shooting them right away like he was instructed. He sits back down at the table. And uh, gets back into some convo here. Salazzo's giving him some more shit in Italian, and we get another slow pull into the camera, just closer and closer on Michael's face. His eyes are darting, his lips are Every quivering. Every which way. Is he going to be able to do it? Is, we don't know. It's We're building the tension, building the tension. And then, I don't know what Salazzo says in Italian, but there's a moment where he just, in an instant, goes from uncertain to ma- making the decision, and blam! 
Headshot to Salazzo. He asked how his mother was. There's a mist of blood that comes out the back of his head that yeah. just looks fucking awesome. Sterling Hayden shocked at what he just saw. This fucking kid who I wasn't worried about at all just killed fucking... Ugh, that's not... Shot to his fucking throat. Blam. Yeah. Gurgling blood just geysering out of his fucking throat. Bam, another fucking headshot. He's blown away. Mm. Michael's just killed a police captain and a Turkish heroin dealer mm-hmm. in the middle of a fucking Italian restaurant in front of a bunch of people. This is... There's no coming back from that right there. I just... I was a little upset here. He's staring at them shocked for a second. Shocked at what he's done. Uh, Sonny's maybe words ringing back at him. You gotta get in there close. Bada boom. He got in there close. He fucking did it. They gave him specific directions mm-hmm. to shoot them both in the head twice. That's right. He only he shoots Salazzo once. Tell him to drop the gun and then walk out. He starts walking out halfway out, remembers to then drop the gun. Mm-hmm. He's not quite there, but once he hits that door and he's out, dramatic horn music. The yeah. deed is done. He's turned into the new godfather now. Yeah, he's the guy now. We got an aftermath. There's newspapers rolling off the presses. Shitty cracks down on organized crime. Police are cracking down. Abe Vigoda's doing the crossword puzzles. He's not paying much attention to this because he's an old guy. Uh, <laughs> whole crew is, uh, they hold him up in a uh, little fucking yeah. flop house. We're going to the mattresses. mattresses. This is the thing that people like to talk about when they're talking about gangster movies because they say it in this movie. I mean, Pretend like whenever it's like, oh, my uncle's like, uh, it was actually a mafia guy, like, blah, blah, blah. It was like to throw around the term going to the mattresses. A lot of guys in rental spaces hold up, just fucking foot soldiers, Mm -hmm. fucking lots of shots of dead bodies and the the, the gang war that's happening on the front page of the newspapers. Uh, We get one weird shot of Clemenza's fat piece of shit ass sleeping in his boxers for some reason. Yep. I don't know why we had to see that. We get a mention that Barzini is now very involved. Uh, he's that old guy that ordered the film destroyed at the wedding. Barzini's fucking stepping in. Uh, it, it I all, never caught any of the Barzini talk. There's, there's a montage sequence of all this shit that ends with a paper telling us, also, Don Corleone is uh, doing okay now. They're probably going to send him home now. Should be all right. Yeah, we get him. He gets a police escort back to the uh, family compound here. It's because they got to take him. And an ambulance, because he's still bedridden. Yeah, that's right. They, they're wheeling him in on a gurney. They make all the little, like, grandchildren and great-grandchildren line up. Booger-eating like, spaz Say hi to him, yeah. even though he's fucking still almost completely yeah. comatose. And he's like, bah, 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 bah. We get to meet his grandson, Frank, who has wrote him a letter. And this kid's just a fucking A1 idiot, Frank, here. Yeah. Not only does his letter suck, like, he sucks at fucking reading it. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'd like to see you, grandfather. Oh, Frank's, this, no Frank's going like nowhere. That, Frank. Yeah. Frank, Frank is going fucking nowhere. Terrible character, terrible actor, yep. terrible child actor. Get Frank out of this Piece movie. Piece of shit. Uh, there's just so much Dago ambiance being led went mm. to this movie by all the scenes that just have, like, all these extras and all these, like, ants and children or whatever hanging out in the corners of everything yep. while all this mafia plot shit's happening. This, yeah. is, this is what sort of separates this movie from all the other gangster movies. It kind of feels real and lived in in a way that a lot of them don't. Yeah. Probably because Coppola grew up in a fucking uh, trashy Italian household with like yeah. 45 people in it, I would imagine. I was going to say, white folks, y'all like to get racist and get down on Mexican people for having a bunch of people in a house. Oh, come on. They got nothing on these Italians. Yeah. Italians built cities inside of houses. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to talk about 100%. Yeah. So after Real the Don famous. says hi to all his stupid little grandkids, they give him an update and everything's going on. 
They're like, uh, here's what's going on. Here's what we got to do. We're going to send Fredo to Las Vegas because he's an idiot. Yeah. Don's just like, all I care about is Michael. Where's Michael? Yeah. What's Michael doing? Tom's got to tell him, like, it was Michael who killed Salazzo, man. Like, <laughs> he, he, he's, he's on the lam now. He did the deed. Oh, this, Don doesn't like to hear this. This was supposed to be his one good son. This is supposed to be the legit kid who took the family in a new direction. So he waves everybody away. He doesn't want to talk to anybody anymore. Fucking, ugh, Michael's hands are dirty. Michael was supposed to be the one. But speaking of uh, directions people want to take the family, mm-hmm. old Sonny wants to go after Titiglia. Oh, fuck. Hell yeah, he does. Sonny always wants to do this shit. Yeah. And uh, fucking... Tom? Tom Horner? Talking about Bobby Duvall here? Yeah. Oh, what, what, what are you talking about? My next thing I was talking about when Carlo uh, tells Connie to shut up at the dinner table and Sonny snaps on him. Uh, I don't know. He's talking business, blah, 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 and then Carlo's like, uh, fucking, sh- <laughs> he, 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 he tells her to shut up and... Sonny's like, you fucking tell my sister. And the one of the old granny's like, don't interfere with a husband and a wife, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then uh, then Carlo starts talking about how he wants a job. And Sonny's like, listen, you piece of shit. We don't talk business at the table. Yeah. It's a, it's, yeah. It's a little bit of seed planting here about this beef that's going to go between Carlo, the gold digging fucking husband, and Sonny here. Yeah. Important shit. Sonny's all macho bluster. But it was before that. What was before what? That Sonny was like, let's go after the tag lead. Okay. He's Tom, always saying, let's go after him. Tom's like, that's his whole thing. Sonny, it's not business, it's personal. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Michael's in Italy after this. It's in the countryside. This is generally where I think there used to be an intermission between the first half of this movie and the second, or maybe like just you had to flip the laser disc or something. I remember this being like second part of the movie, The Godfather. Could Michael's be. in yeah. Italy now. Could but. be. Watching it now and streaming, it just, it just goes straight all the way through. It gives you no goddamn breaks, man. No. No. There's lots of pretty countryside out here in, in Italy, and hope you like looking at it, because the next few scenes is just us walking around in it walking, pretty, pretty fucking endlessly. Walking through the cheese fields of Italy. That's right. That's uh, Parmesan trees everywhere yep. is what's happening. We learn that there's no men in this town because they've all just been killed over petty squabbles. Yep. This is truly just a thriving, beautiful culture. <laughs> What we're learning about here. Enter uh, sweet, lovely Apollonia. Apollonia. A teenage child that they see walking down a trail in the Italian countryside. And Michael's She's like, like 22. You see that 14 year old girl? Um, six, pretty six, much 17. totally into her. Want to see your titties real bad. Uh, we're going to have to set that up probably. My weird Italian bodyguards that I walk everywhere with. Well, yeah, you know. So, so. Mm, yeah, so also here we learn that Michael's kind of dabbing his lip like uh, post-cancer Val Kilmer because mm-hmm. of uh, whatever the, the after effects of that punch he took from Sterling Hayden are. He's always got a little bit of Kilmer going on in his mouth right Post here. Post-growth. Yeah, this is what's happening. He, I mean, you never got that treated. You, you, you don't know that it was cancer. Just let it keep growing, because I don't know. Maybe it's going to be a, a real boon to my Alleged life. Alleged When we cancer. figure out what this thing's going to grow yeah. into. Stab it. What if this thing grows into like a treasure chest, and you're trying to tell me to cut it out all this time? Stab it with a kerchief. Mm. Uh, there's a misunderstanding at a cafe where 
uh, there's there's a nice old cafe owner, and the, the bodyguards are like, oh, we just saw this teenage girl with the biggest tits, so fucking... Cool guy Mike's gonna fuck her. Cured meats and whatnot, Michael here, he's trying to get his dick wet. And the cafe, Gabagool. cafe owner's like, I'm fucking pissed off, that was my very, very young daughter you're talking about, you complete scumbag. Hey, fucking Gabagool. Michael's all cool, though, just dabbing his lip, just like... Tell him to come back here. I'm going to talk to him. And then basically like, hey, look, man, sorry we talked about how great your teenage daughter's body is, but she's, yeah, but it she's is. developing. Like, you got to admit, man, uh, basically what's going to happen here is either you're going to let me marry her or I'm going to kill you. But I said it in like a nicer She'll way. I hate that. that. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, that's going to suck for everybody if you do that. So the old guy's like, all right, fucking criminal from America. I guess you can go on dates with my daughter now. Yeah. So then we get like some more scenes of walking through the countryside, but now like Michael and Apollonia are like making goo goo eyes at each other, long walks, and you really have to just love looking at Italian countryside to not yeah. be completely bored with everything happening right. in these sequences. They kind of just grind the movie to a real goddamn halt. Yeah, really. After Sonny was already just yelling about like how we're about to go to war and whatnot, yeah. and the war doesn't happen. Now you're no. just seeing some sort of really uh, paper thin. Yeah. Stupid romance thing happening here? Yeah. Yeah. It's like they're bringing it back to that boring-ass wedding. But it doesn't last long. It's it's only a couple minutes. And then we get back to the awesome, infamous scene of uh, James Conn and his phantom punches. Mm-hmm. Back in the United States, Sonny's going to pick up his sister, Connie. Yeah. When he sees, she's all... She's got the shit beat out of her, yeah, it turns she out. She does. That husband, Carlo, has just been beating the shit out of her. He gets so bad, mad at he, he's got to bite his knuckle to, to show how angry he is. Like, oh, I'm so mad at this. That's yeah, yeah. He does. He does do that. Then she's like, no, no, don't do anything. Don't he's blah, blah blah blah. I'm screeching a lot in this movie. I hit him first. Talia Shire, by the way, gets way more stuff to do in the next couple Godfather movies. She's nothing but just like completely annoying in this fucking first one. Uh, but he's they like, keep her around? Oh, yeah. She actually turns into a great character by the time the third one rolls around. That De Niro's in it, right? One of right. those? Yeah, Which one's he that's in? That's the second one. Is that, is that like a prequel? Yeah, he's young He's young Marlon Brando in I that I thought so. One. That's, that's how that's going on. But he's like, oh, what am I going to do? Make my uh, sister over here a fucking widow? No, no. I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> I'm not crazy or anything. No. Next scene, he's just pulling up in a car with a bunch of goons all quick. Yeah. Pulling Carlo off a fucking porch and beating the living shit out of him. And, uh, yep. Quote unquote, because thank God for over the top Foley work making it sound like these punches are landing, because this is one of the worst, worst stage fight scenes in, in movie history. Yeah, he's mailing these in, Nate. He doesn't, doesn't land any of these things. There's one infamous one where he's a good, there's a good, like, two or three feet of daylight between his fist and the guy's face, and he still sells it like he got hit. This is, this is some embarrassing bullshit right here. So much so that it's kind of funny to watch. I mean, in all fairness, like, at least uh, fucking Jimmy Conn's a professional. Mm -hmm. He's probably on a lot of drugs. Yeah, I would assume so. There's like, uh, we're either going to have to film this with two stuntmen entirely yeah. or just make sure they're not anywhere near each other because yeah. this guy's yeeted out of his fucking brain right now. I get high sometimes, and it's like, man, it's hard to walk around the animals. Yeah, let alone. They, they walk close to my legs, and I'm like, oh, one of us is going to die. 
like, yeah. Fight ends fun though, where he's biting Carlos' fingers as Carlos trying to like latch onto a. I'm not portrayal. on barbiturates like this guy. And then he takes his shoe off and he beats him with his own shoe, and then he gets a hold of a trash can lid and he's just caving his face in with a trash can lid. Yeah. That stuff's all pretty funny. Yeah, there's a couple of them that that are okay. He tells he tells him afterwards as he's laying there in a bloody heap. Yeah. You touch my sister again, then I'm gonna kill you. Fucking kill you. This is Sonny's rage makes him predictable. This is this is gonna prove to be his undoing. Yeah, but it makes Jimmy Khan cool. Jimmy Khan is cool. You know who else is cool? Michael. He's, he's getting married. He's having a good day here. We're looking at his marriage. All those walks in those two walks in the countryside, they've led to these crazy kids tying the knot. Hey, it's been an hour and 20 minutes. This movie needs another fucking wedding. Forget about it. It's a oh. pretty big fuck you to old Diane Keaton. Beep, He's going to marry beep, a child beep, bride beep, after beep, taking two beep, walks beep, with beep, her in the fucking countryside here. And uh, <laughs> Thankfully, this, even though I do like the opening wedding scene, the last 27 minutes, this one only lasts a couple minutes to establish that they're married so that we can get into that sweet, sweet wedding night consummation scene, which is going on where... <laughs> That teenage child bride. She gonna get raped. Presents herself to him. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. That top comes off. Yeah. She's got a sweet, sweet pair of what the internet likes to call ghost nipples, Matt. I explained this phenomenon to my wife. Areola are basically the as well. same color as the rest of the skin tone. Yep. You get a ghost nipple. That's what young Apollonia has going on here. She's got... Nice little natties. Google it, people. Yeah. It's uh, well worth falling down. It's a, it's a certain breed of white folk. Oh, wait a second. Did Michael used to have an ex-girlfriend he was saying he was going to marry named Kay or whatever? Because she comes to the Corleone house after this being like, <coughs> hey. Uh, She's does, my best friend's girl. Does Michael still exist or anything? Is he around? And they're like, uh, oh, Tom, you're the yeah, only yeah, guy yeah. who's not an Italian mm. here. Uh, go talk to this white lady. You'll probably know how to fucking get rid of her or whatever. And he's like, he's oh, like, it's me, Bobby DeVall. Uh, you no, know, Michael's not around. Uh, probably you should just leave. We don't want to deal with you anymore, mm, boring white lady. Uh, probably, go back to New Hampshire. Probably loves you very much. Bye. Uh, Michael has full-on embraced his Italianness. We don't need Kay in this movie anymore. Mm. He's probably sitting in a bathtub of tomato sauce right now. This chick has yeah. no hope. Fucking yeah. he, he, Tom lets her down gently. Like, just fucking get out of here. Hey, big news. Oh, what's up? Carlos Brego. <sighs> that is big fucking or news. Connie's Connie? Brego? Yeah. yeah. Adrian? Yeah, she's Brego. Oh, that's great. What's not great news is that her and Carlo are getting in another screaming match. Oh, no. He's got Gumas calling the house all willy-nilly. Hey. He's rolling out to party, even though she just cooked him a big oh, dinner. Oh, She throws one of those crazy fucking Italian wife temper tantrums here. Yeah, she's they do She's smashing that, huh? all the dinner plates huh? and stuff and screaming. A lot of hysterical screaming. Yeah. Stop pointing that gun at my fucking dad, Larry! He takes his belt off and starts whipping her with her and yelling, Clean it up! That part's kind of funny, up. huh? Yeah, and uh, fucking... <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, me and my friend Jason Wapnick used to shriek this at each other and random people who didn't know what we were talking about all the time when, uh, fucking, uh... Just, That's uh, fair. Appa fungu you! Line, she says, and he's like, yeah. No, Appa fungu! And she's like, Appa fungu you! So... So many times I've yelled, ah, bafangul you at somebody, and they've had no idea what the fuck yeah. I was talking about here. But uh, I like when she just straight goes to that. I hate you! Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I hate you! 
So their little like tussle uh, is pretty uncomfortable to watch, but then it stumbles into the bathroom. It's not uncomfortable. It's pretty hilarious. The door closes behind them. And, she's uh, doing Tom and Jerry shit with all those dishes she's breaking. Definitely over the top. Then, then the noises that start coming out of that bathroom get really brutal and bad. He's really just laying into her pretty hard in there. Yeah. Thankfully, we don't have to see it. We just we just hear uh, the noise. There. Hit her pretty hard there, Rick. That would have been a little rough. That would have been a little rough if we would have seen the straight-up beating he's clearly putting on here. Yeah. So they keep it funny instead. Yeah, thankfully. Thankfully, they were just playing playing it for laughs. Play it for laughs. The Francis Ford Coppola story. Sonny gets a call about all this. He learns that she's been beaten again. Predictably, he sunnies it. He runs off half-cocked by himself. No bodyguards. He's he's all mad. He's going to go after this guy. They honeypotted you, Sonny. Don't you see what's happening here, man? Yeah. They knew what you were going to do. They set it all up. You fell right into the fucking plan. Idiot. He gets ambushed at the fucking toll booth. He does. And uh, they just fucking Tommy gun him to death. They turn him into Swiss cheese. This is another brutally, brutally fucking awesome death scene. I wrote, I wrote down. Uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. Sonny gets a phone call. Oh, yeah. Sonny's pissed. Sonny comes home. He drives off. I was just expressing my love to my wife for Jimmy Kahn. Oh, yeah. He's the this, greatest. This movie blows. Oh, wow. Lord giveth, Lord taketh away. Wow. Here I am being like, you know what? At least, at least eh, I got James movies. Conn to hang my hat on. Yeah. Here. And then they're like, nah, nah. That guy's dead. I've never seen somebody get so many bullet holes blown through their body There's probably as they do in this movie. Yeah. Turn this. Blood squibs everywhere. Turn Except this guy into that, Swiss uh, cheese. Jay-Z and uh, yeah. Beyonce movie, Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. That. Yeah. You know the one. That one. That's right. Yeah. Who? Uh, <clears throat> next scene is the. Is that a movie? I mean, yeah, Bonnie and Clyde's movie. I don't know if they ever remade it with Jay-Z and Beyonce. You might have made that up. What are they waiting for? They should. Get on that. Look how they massacred my boy. Yeah. Brando gets a big scene here. as He gets to do some acting. He's with Tom. He tells him, he asks him to tell him what everybody else seems to know. I like this part, yeah. It's a great little scene here for all the talk about what a diva Brando is on the stage or whatever. When he brings it, he fucking brings it here. Yeah. Uh, this, this... This is probably the scene that, that won him the Oscar here. Um, it's kind of what people think about, I think, when they think about this movie. Him just acting in, in a scene like this fucking here. And all he's got to do is act weary, choke back a couple of tears, and do a silly voice. And he just brings, like, a weight and a gravity that's just, like, it's unbeatable. man. This fucking Brando fucking presence here. You're wrong. And, uh, yeah, fucking... He, uh, he's just like, okay, look how they massacred my boy. We got to go to the coroner here. And uh, he, he tells him to use all of his powers and all of his skills. I don't yeah. want his mother to see him this way. Look how they massacred my boy. Call down, Sarah. I he's need him now. Doing a lot of eyebrow work when he says it. Yeah. Just a lot of great eyebrow work. Legendary line delivery on that one. Also, awesome how Brando uh, refused to accept the award and just sent that little Indian woman to read his prepared speech about how shitty Hollywood is because they make Indians look like assholes in movies. He what sent, was that all about? He sent his uh, midget friend from uh, the island of Dr. Moreau. Yeah, that's right. To collect his award. <laughs> like an Aaron Such boy. a cool move. Fucking Neil Young wrote a song about him. Yep. Not, not everybody's got that on their resume. Nope. Not all of them. Um, also, I love how they smash cut from... Uh, Brando crying and yelling, look how they massacred my boy here, to 
Michael and his new child bride yucking it up and giggling, having a great time in fucking old Italy. Michael's forgotten where he's come from entirely at this point. You think you can just break bad and turn into a fucking gangster criminal and then go to Italy and create some new happy life out in the country with somebody's teenage daughter, man? Apparently, that's what he thinks is going on at this point. I don't think so, Michael. Chickens are about to come home to roost, brother. Oh, we should have mentioned a scene before... Before uh, before Brando cries about his dead son. Look how they massacred my boy. He's like, hey, Tom. Look how they massacred my boy. Bob Duvall, I need a meeting with all the heads yeah, of the family. Get them all together. Barzini, the other guy, fucking all yeah, of them. All of them, all of them. So when old Don comes up to Michael and he's like, yeah, shit's getting kind of hot. They yeah. killed your brother. There's assassins creeping all over the woods. We're probably going to have to move you here. Like, uh, also, as soon as you need, you need to move to uh, Syracuse, as soon as he learns that his brother has been dead before he can even process that information, the 12 year old girl who he's now married to is just like honking the horn and pouting and screaming like, oh, don't you want to teach me how to drive a car? Yeah. What, what do you, what are you thinking here? Mike? what kind of a move are you making here? This, this is, this is some crazy shit. You're flying off the handle. No, you want to know the movie? Maybe not the best you, idea. No, no, no. You want to know the movie was making? Mm. He's happy for once. Wow. Not going to last very long. Uh, later that day, Michael cars for a call to be brought, or a car to be brought to him, and uh, the young lady, unfortunately, wants to show how great her driving skills he's gonna, are. He's going to clean up some loose business. So instead of the bodyguard going and getting the car, she's going to surprise him by going and getting the car himself. Uh, Tomasino thinks it's dangerous. Whoops. Michael's going to go clean up some loose ends. Turns out Fabrizio, the bodyguard, is in on it because Michael sees him running away as soon as Michael sees his wife in the car. and He's like, oh, God, don't turn up. Boom. Car explodes. Get a big old car explosion. That beautiful young lady just... Gets blown to smithereens is what happens. This. You can't go to Italy and create a new life when you've already fucking done evil shit. Nate. What's up? This is the true death of Michael Corley. Wow, you think so? Right here. This this is this is what pushes him all the way over the edge here. Not the war. Mm, no. Not the attempted uh, murder of his father. He finally I've found this to listen to beautiful Kay's boring stories about her life back in New Hampshire. He finally that finds this beautiful, him. almost broke him. Kind of Greek-looking lady, more Greek than Italian. They yeah. say. Well, that's hotter. Everybody yeah, knows. Everybody that. knows that. Nobody wants to be with an Italian. You want a real girl hairy with forearms, a nice butt. either way. Yeah, you know what that means. Mm, I do indeed. Hairy toes. Sling blade. Meeting with Barzini and the five families happens after this. Uh, the Don calls everybody together and makes some sort of peace between him and Tataglia. 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 Tries to explain to everybody, like, uh, I want to make some peace, but, you know, I was still right about all that drug stuff, you know? <laughs> it's fucking, Shit's illegal. It's fucking dumb, and we're not going to do it. Like, it's fucking, fucking real dumb. I know everybody's dying over what I said before, but doubling down, still a bad idea. Uh, nobody wants to hear it, though. They're like... The rest of the fat Italians are like... Listen, bro. Hey, the blacks love it. I'm going to keep... They can't, they can't uh, come to agreement about anything until somebody brings up, like, oh, we'll just sell it to black people. And they're all like, you know what? We can all agree on just racism. This is... Maybe, maybe we're not so different. Black people. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. 
one of the old guys is like, oh, we're going to make shit. We're going to do it, but we're going to keep it respectable. No selling to kids. No, no heroin in schools. These are the lies these, these, these people are telling themselves right. to try and convince themselves. They're not complete scumbags when everybody knows that they are. They're absolutely complete scumbags. You're fooling yeah. yourselves, everybody out there wearing gold chains and breakaway pants, trying to act like you're some sort of like cool gangster in a good way. No. It's not how it works. It's not how it works. Yeah. Just go work in a pizza shop like like a respectable Italian. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Don's like, okay, I agree. Didn't want to sell drugs, but none of us like black people, so that's kind of fun. Let's shake hands. I mean, let's everybody know, like, anything happens to my son Michael, though, who's, like, my favorite by far. I let all my other sons know that their entire lives. Michael's the favorite. Yeah. I'm going to fucking go nuts. Yeah. I'm going to fucking murder all you assholes. So there's peace. We're cool. You can have my judges and everything to sell your little heroin. Fucking stupid, dumb heroin. I don't like it. Don't kill Michael. I'd be very mad if that happened. You lost a son. I lost a son. But the son I have that killed your son is the son I really liked. So you fucked up by killing the wrong son. He's a cool son. son. Cooler than all your sons. You fucked up. You killed the wrong son. Back in the car ride home, Tom's like, "Uh, all right, looks like we're going to be setting up a new drug trade with Barzini. We should probably figure out how we could do this. Uh, Don's like... Um, <clears throat> Tom, I don't know if you noticed, but Barzini's the guy who's been behind all this shit. He's fucking, he's set up all this stuff. He's the one who killed Sonny. He did all this shit. Tatugli is a pimp. Tatugli, guy's a fucking old dumb idiot. He yeah. couldn't have, he couldn't have beat Sonny in a gang war. More he knows it. The Don's, Don instincts are still sharp, man. He's still on top of things, even though he got good. six bullets in his spine earlier he's in this good. movie. He's good. Mm-hmm. Knows a thing or two about a thing or two. No, until this day, it was Barzini all along. All along. You thought that fucking the war with Tataglia was the plot of this movie? No, we got like an hour and a half of movie left. Now we got to go to war with Barzini. Whole other movie left. Uh, next scene, Michael comes back to Kay, just hat in hand, like, uh, hey. Uh, I might have fucked up here. You still single? Uh, <sighs> I've just been hanging around. I haven't really been doing much. She asks him how long he's been back in America. He says over a year, so we got a time jump going oh, on okay. here. This is a bit of a time jump from where we were. Uh, probably... I was thinking she asked, when did he leave? No, no, she asks how long he's been back. It's been a while. And she's like a school marm here. She's like just like the prototypical, lonely elementary school teacher. Probably she's been excommunicated from... Her New Hampshire community for dating an Italian, I would imagine. So he's been home Nobody free. else wants to touch her anymore. Right. He's been home for a yeah, year? Yeah, there's been some off-camera, like, him taking over the family and sort of stuff going on here. This is probably about a good two years since he last saw her. Yeah. Because so. they ventured to guess he'd be over there for a year. We learned that Michael's drank the Kool-Aid here. Cause she's like, uh, yeah. what's going on? Like, uh, you promised me you were never going to be like your father, man. He's like... Turns out, actually, my father's cool, though. Yeah, so, like, a, it's cool to be a, about like, He's yeah. a good guy. He's powerful. She's like, he's, eh, like he's a, a bad like guy. A he kills people, senator. remember? And he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you, you dumb white lady. Uh, you think that senators and governors aren't killing people? Yeah. I assure you, they're killing more people than my cool dad, who's a stand-up guy who's never done anything bad. I'm just like him. Not a problem. But, uh, like, also, who cares because he's lying going myself, legit. Lying to you. I'm going to take you down with me. But also, Any like... sort of idealism or morals I had got blown up along with those beautiful ghost nipples over in Italy. Yeah. I loved one thing, and it was Apollonia. Uh-huh. And her, and her teenaged rack. And her teenage ghost nipples. 
Uh, Clemenzi and Tessio want to go their own way. We learn. Mm-hmm. He's like, they can go us. their own way. We can start our own family, and now Michael's in charge, and he's kind of a pussy. Like, he doesn't want us to, like, have a bunch of goons. Mm. He doesn't want to go to war, and, like, we're into that whoa, shit. Whoa, 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 whoa. You, you glanced over an important thing, though. Oh. Because, like, Michael's also not only back there talking to Kay, it's a, it's a power move. He's like, hey, uh... I need you in my life. Yeah. I need you to be with you. I need you to marry me. You're going to be my my bride. And she's like, what the fuck? Where is this coming from? And he's like, remember when I I called you? This this cool movie series. It's called The Fast and the Furious. Yeah, it's about family. When you watch him with me, you're going to be totally on board. Don't worry. But he's like, remember earlier when you called and that fat guy was making spaghetti Mm -hmm. sauce and I couldn't say it? I'm going to say it now. I love you. I love you. It's important. They bury it in there. This is this is the scene. Also, where it's like I'm finally saying the words you, you want to cook hear. an Italian dinner because yeah. you probably have to cook for yeah. a bunch of guys from this point forward in your life. Nobody wants to taste your. Pierogies. You're no longer a rich white lady. You're ste- yeah. you're stepping into the whole world. That's right. It's it's going to be terrible for you, yeah. quite frankly. The worst. But yeah, Michael's like, listen, guys, like, um, I've got plans out in Nevada. We're gonna yeah. move to Nevada. It's gonna be great. Like, give me six months, and then if you still don't like what's going on, you can go your own way. I promise you. Yeah. The Don's like, yeah, Michael's the head of the family now, so you, you know, gotta ask him. What he says goes. That's fine. Six months, guys. They're they're not happy about it. But yeah, but, Car you know, Carlenzio and Tessio are like. We're going to do our own That's thing, right. bro. We're probably going to still do our own thing, but well, okay. Sure. Whatever, Michael. Fucking the youngest son's in charge now. Give me, yeah. This, yeah. this is dumb. Give me a break. Uh, he's also like, uh, some change-ups. Uh, Tom, you're not consigliere anymore. Nope. Now my dad is. You're just you a just lawyer. You just got to be like a legit lawyer and stuff, whatever. Also, Carlo, Connie's idiot husband. That isn't was, in the business. He was born in Nevada. So he probably knows all the roads and stuff. So when I'm out to Nevada, he's going to be my right-hand man now. That's, that's what's going to happen here. That's smart. Mm, very smart. Yeah. Um, Carlo, he's going to fuck this shit up. Nah, Clemenza and Tessio, right? they're going to get impatient waiting for all this shit. They're going to turn heel. That's what's going to happen. You can tell. So, no. You can tell in this scene right here. It's going to happen. Tom's upset. He he's doesn't like, want to be pushed out. He's like, what the fuck, man? You're pushing me out? Come on. I yeah. was into all this shit. I was doing good. He stands firm. He tells me you're out, Tom. You're not a wartime consigliere. Nah. Yeah. We're going to war. It's about to happen. Brando's It's like, on with Barzini, baby. Brando, Brando's like, hey, I, I'm i the one who told uh, fucking Michael that mm-hmm. you, you probably yeah. should get the We're money. all in agreement. Yeah. Fucking, you're not even a, a real Italian. You're a kraut mick. Like, <laughs> just probably, just probably just go legit while you still have a chance. Hey, Nate. What's up? Vegas, baby, Vegas. El Rancho Vegas. We're in beautiful Las Vegas in the next scene. Um, where are things going? You start to wonder. Like, we set ourselves up for a big fight with Barzini. It seemed like it was going to be a war. Now, all of a sudden, we're building casinos out in Nevada. Like, I'm going to tell you right now, it's much this more interesting. spinning its wheels. No, like, what's m- going to happen here? I was much more interested in them trying to build casinos uh, than I was about. New you know York, what I'm interested in? New York Italian. It's fucking Fredo being back because he always fucking shoots some energy party. in his movies. He's a party. Suddenly, he's spent some time out in Nevada. He's wearing sunglasses indoors, he's dressing yeah. like Mr. Furley. He's throwing parties with girls and bands inside of fucking yeah. hotel rooms and shit. Oh, yeah. Michael's still just wearing, like, dark suits and yeah. grease in his hair, and he's, like, 
get rid of all this shit. It's not classy, man. Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't want to be seen with all this fucking... Stop playing this fucking music. Trashy ass and Nevada bullshit. Get this fucking woman out of here. Johnny Fontaine's around, and he's like, oh, hey, I've been doing blow and fucking bitches with Fredo. Fucking Fargo style. Two guys in the same hotel room. What's up, Michael? You're not on board? Not working. That's how we do it out here. Dedicated. Sir, this is directed. That's right. Johnny... Ooh. Hey, hey, well, oh, well. Here we go. Hey, oh, oh, Nate's flying blind. He can't hear anything. We're popping. Can I hear it? Hear it now? Who knows if it's oh. ours? Oh, yeah, boop, boop, Back in boop, here. Boop, I can hear myself again. Johnny Fontaine owes the Don a favor. So he's yeah. like, I'm going to ask you for a favor, man. Uh, I'm going to buy out Mo Green's half of this casino. Yeah. We're going to own it. I'm going to need you to do like a Britney Spears style residency here mm-hmm. and just like play all the time so people want to hang out at this casino. Johnny Fontaine's like, yeah, I guess I got to because the Don's like killed like several people for right. my career. So he gets it. I don't want to get my fucking head cut off or whatever. That, that would fucking suck. Sure. Mm-mm. I'll come. I'll come be the Britney Spears of your casino. But he's also like, hey, uh, we're friends with Mo and he also doesn't want to sell yeah. his half of the mm-hmm. casino. And, and Fredo is like kind of a total simp for Mo Green. Yeah. As it turns out here, he's like, oh, oh, Michael, I don't know. Mo Green's the coolest. Like. Wait till you meet him. We're going to be hanging out all the time. You won't want to buy him out. Michael's like, eh, we'll be all right. Uh, I got this. Mo Green comes to a meeting, and uh, Fredo's like pulling out the chair for him, just looking like a little fucking, just a weasel cuck yep. right here. Yep. Fucking Fredo's simping for this guy right when Michael's about to steamroll the guy. And uh, Yeah. He's like, Mo Green, I'm about to buy you out. Mo Green's like, you don't buy me out. I buy you out. I'm fucking Mo Green. And Fredo's like, "Eh, Michael, uh, maybe listen to me, 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 me. Fredo's trying to get himself killed here. Mm -hmm. You don't talk against the family. Sonny did this a little bit earlier in the movie, and it created a whole fucking five families gang right here. What what, what are you thinking, Fredo? So, uh, yeah. uh, Mo, Mo Big's dick. Mo Big Dick's Michael here. Big time here. He's like, Big time. Your family's not shit. Mm-hmm. I'm close with uh, fucking Barzini. Barzini's pushing you and out of fucking New York. You don't have any muscle that's anymore. That's why you're like, here right now. Why are you trying to threaten me? Your family's a bunch of bitches. The Don is sick. You ain't no Don. You're nothing. Your family's nothing. Michael's calm, cool, and collected. He's like, oh, we don't have any muscle that's anymore? How you feel? Is, is that why okay. you're able to slap my brother around in public? I know about that. Oh, oh, come on, Michael. Uh, Uh, Tugging on my collar here. Mm -hmm. Mo Green tells him. He's he's flat out like, I had to straighten him out. Trying to do business here. He was banging cocktail waitresses two at a time. Players couldn't get drink at the tables. You got to straighten out my brother? Straighten my brother out? You got to straighten out my brother? Michael's in charge here. He's he's, in his own mind, at least. He is the Don, and uh, nobody's going to touch him. Not in Mo Green's mind, though. He tells him, do you know who I am? I'm Mo Green. I made my bones while you were dating cheerleaders. Yeah. Doesn't end well. Mo Green does not agree to sell his half uh-uh. of the casino to the Corleone mm-hmm. family. But uh, Michael does tell Fredo, Fredo, you're my older brother, and I love you. But don't ever take sides with anyone against the family ever again. You don't go against the family. Ever. White folks love saying that. Spoilers, Matt. That's kind of what happens in Godfather Part 2. Kind of what happens in the Godfather part. I know that there's a thing where they're like, Fredo, you betrayed me. I know it was you, Fredo. I know that, yeah. You broke my heart. Yeah, people like to say that. People say that all the time. That's the thing people say. People, people probably think that's in this first movie. They don't know what's in these movies. They just like to say things. From I movies. was wondering. I was like, is that going to show gonna up? When's he going to say it? When's he going to say it? Yeah. 
Uh, when does he scene? say it's showtime? <laughs> well, that's right before the dance number. It's oh, still coming. Right. We before, haven't talked about it yet. Oh, no. Earlier, when Godfather does his patented Godfather. Smoking! Everybody, I'm going to do my dance for you now. Smoking! Next scene, we learn that Michael's going to be the Godfather of Connie's baby. So, like, he's, like, officially the Godfather. Yeah. Not just, like, uh, right. how he's living, but, like, in title, it's what's going to happen. Also, he's having a meeting with his father in the garden, and... He's like, oh, Buzzy is going to try to kill you. This is exactly how it's going to go down. Guarantee you safety. Whoever comes to you with this meeting is a traitor. He's the one, blah, blah, blah. Also, uh, I really like drinking wine these days. I'm a drunk Uh, now. He's kind of rambling. He's kind of fucking... He's, he's, his, his, his instincts are sharp. He's, he's, he knows the Don shit, but he's also but he's kind got of a the crazy CTE old man. like I do. Yeah. He's asking him random questions like, are you happy with your wife and children? These, these are dying man questions yeah. is what's happening. This, this guy senses the end is he's fucking He's checking here. out. He's, he's regretful. He's looking back. He's lost in his own thoughts. He's, he's, he starts breaking down and telling him he never yeah. wanted this for him. Michael. I wanted you to be political. Senator Corleone, blah, blah, blah. It's like, this, it's not going to happen. Like, nah. he's fucking... He's a piece he's of shit. Italian now. criminal, yeah. just like the rest of you. Once again, though, this is a total Oscar clip right here. These, these are the sort of monologues that uh, won him that Oscar that he heroically refused because the Academy Awards are stupid fucking bullshit. Being mean to Indians. There just wasn't enough time, he tells him. Nah. And Michael's like, we'll get there, Pop. We'll yeah. get there. It's going to be... Maybe bad. in Godfather Part 3. Yeah. This is this stuff that's got to happen still. We'll see. Uh, so yeah, whoever comes to him with the meeting with Barzini, he's the traitor. Don't forget that. Next scene, we get the infamous Don Corleone death scene where he's running around with oranges in his mouth. Once again, oranges before a fucking death happening here. Teaching his... A uh, couple scenes earlier, there's like oranges set out at tables before people get waxed. Now he's got oranges in his mouth. He was sniffing uh, oranges early. There's always oranges when somebody's about to die. Entrusting his <laughs> three-year-old grandson to uh, spray the tomato yes, bushes for incesticide. Little boys running around with pesticide, just yeah. spraying fucking yeah. poison everywhere. Yeah, I say, if it smells good, wonder. spray it. <laughs> wonder, wonder what could have fucking killed him. Maybe this little boy spraying everything with pesticide. Yeah. But yeah, they're they're laughing, having a good time. Well, the kid's not laughing. He's well, screaming because yeah. he's terrified of this Terrifying. weird-looking old man with oranges in his mouth. Yeah. He already had cotton balls stuffed in his cheeks. Now he's got oranges covering his yeah. teeth. Like, this, this is scary shit. But he keels over. He dies. It's kind of funny how the little kid still thinks they're playing, so he's just like spraying his butt with poison. Yeah, kid's like, now I like it. This is a lot of fun. He just runs off as the Don lies dead in his garden. Yep. That's life. Next That's scene's the Don's life. funeral. Everybody's all sad and mourning except for old Abe Vigoda. He's got some business to talk. That's he's got to talk some turkey. He's got to talk some Thanksgiving Tom Turkey. He's like, hey, Michael. Hey, Mikey. Craziest got a thing happened. Uh, Barzini Flying wants to have a meeting April. with you. He wants me to set the whole thing up. Drop down in me. I can guarantee you safety if you just come fucking have this meeting right oh, here. Oh, we'll be on my territory. Yeah, it's going to be safe. No problem, bro. I'm in charge of security. No We're all friends here, pal. Michael's like, yeah, sure. Cool, Tessio. Let's have the meeting. Totally. And he goes back and sits with uh, Tom Hagen, and he's like... <clears throat> Tessio is the fucking, he's, he's the rat. He's the he's mole. The guy. He's trying to fucking sell me out. He's the guy. Tom is like, oh, I always thought it would be that worthless, fast, fat piece of shit Clemenza. Which, I agree. I would have also thought that that fat piece of shit would be a traitor just looking at him. He's disgusting. I like, didn't think give me so. Give break. But Michael, he's like, he points it I'm going to throw some shade at uh, Clemenza too. He's like, no. 
this is the smart play. Tessio has always been the smart one. Yep. Because Clemenza's fat and stupid, Matt, is what he's saying yep. right here. Nobody likes Clemenza. No. The guy basically just cooks the meatballs. That's the only no. reason he's around. He's he's Luca Brazzi light. Absolutely. Well, nothing about him's light. I'll tell you that much. This guy's coming in at like 375. I just meant light is in None of it's muscle mass. I'll tell you that much right now. I meant light is in the wrong kind of heavy. Next scene is the big fucking climax of this movie, the baptism of fire. Yeah. Michael is at his baptism, baby. nephew's christening. He's becoming the godfather. We're in a big, elaborate, lavish fucking Catholic church. Yeah, church, baby. fucking Latin. We're... The priest is like breathing on the baby's head. So much weird cult shit. It's fucking <laughs> Italian Catholic church does any any sort of Catholic any any sort of it's church. It's fucking it's all, it's all fucking weird, weird, man. It's fucking uh, weird, man. During during this though, we're we're cutting back and forth from this christening to Michael's muscle making moves against people. Everybody mm-hmm. wants taken out. This is. An iconic fucking cutting back and forth that's been ripped off and parodied and run into the ground Everything. by one million fucking things ever since then. But it really, it really works in this, yeah. this original incarnation. Great, great big fucking moment here. New Don is coronated in name and and, and officially um, and and takes power as he's uh, you know, he's he's becoming the Godfather. It's he's a Godfather. Bit of symmetry. He's shoring up all his power, and all it cost him was. His soul, Matt. He's fucking selling his soul right here as he's making pledges to God in front of a priest and everything. These these religious people, they're they're two-faced. He was already dead. He sold God a bill of goods, man. So I did a little bit of research here to see exactly everything that was going on here. Who who all these fucking people are that he killed? Because it happens quick and there's too many fucking... All the Italians, every one of them. Yeah, right here. Uh, uh, Fucking Clemenza is sweating just as he's taking a... A package up some stairs with a shotgun in it because he's going to shotgun Victor Strassi, who is one of the heads of the five families, who is responsible for getting that heroin agenda pushed. So he gets shotgunned. Mo Green, who does not want to sell his half of the casinos, gets shot in the eye while he's getting a massage on his hairy back. Carmine Cuneo. I don't know how you pronounce that thing in Italian. He gets trapped in a rotating door and fucking shot a bunch of times. He was another family Don head Quinn. who conspired with Barzini against the Corleones. Don Quinn. Tataglia, the elder, uh, he gets Tommy gunned when he's in bed with a whore. No guards around or nothing. The Don was right about this guy. He's a reckless moron and was easy to kill. Sonny would have been able to take him down. Barzini himself gets gets sharpshooted by this guy fucking dressed up as a as a traffic cop this guy takes like three people out with a pistol does yeah. a sweet like down on one knee like a long shot up some stairs to take barzini down yeah i don't know who this guy was he should have been a bigger character in the movie ah, it's not barzini he shoots it's up the stairs real fucking that's the shooting driver everybody. he's shooting he shoots, everybody they all died the, the driver tries to run away that's the guy he gets up meanwhile the michael is like oh yeah yeah i swear to god i'm gonna do all this good stuff because i'm a good man these these italians they sure can compartmentalize i'll tell you that much right here oh yeah uh, at the end of the event, he tells Michael tells Carlo, "Hey Carlo, uh, you know you're supposed to be leaving here to like go to Nevada on a sweet vacation. Mm, go back to the house and wait for me instead. That's not gonna happen. We got yeah, some we stuff got a meeting. To talk about. You and me, pal. Uh oh. <sighs> Meetings are never good in this. No, movie, never good, man. especially for Tessio because he's cornered by everybody in the next scene, and they're like, "Hey Tessio, get in that car by yourself and go to where we were all gonna go together, but we're not going with you anymore." And he's yeah. like. <clears throat> 
been around for a while, kind of see that I'm about to be whacked. I'm not going to cry like a bitch. Fuck. I'm just going to ask you very matter-of-factly, yes. Tom, Tell Michael, can you get me off the hook? It was only business. I always liked him. Tom tells him, Michael knows his only business. Yeah. He asks him, can you get me off the hook for old time's sake? Can't do it, Sally. Parodied hilariously in Rushmore when Max is getting kicked out of Rushmore Academy and asks, uh, can you let me off the hook for old time's sake? Can't do it, Maxie. Great Can't stuff. I always loved it. You know why? Why is that? Because that's Francis Ford Coppola's grandson or great Yeah, they're all related. Fuck. All yeah. these Italians are related. Yeah. Nick Cage is the only reasonable wow. one of the group. Guy's got some pride. He had enough fucking pride himself. logic and wherewithal to be like, I got to distance myself not going from that to, bullshit name. Uh, ride the coattails of the Coppola family. Yeah. I'm going to give myself a cool superhero sounding yeah. name and become an awesome fucking superstar in acting because of that. Also, don't forget I'm Nick fucking Cage. Cue up the shutters, everybody, because ghosts of whatever his new movie is uh, just, mm-hmm. just hit shutter. I saw that. I saw that. Did um, you, you saw it or I you, have not you watched Watched it. I okay. saw that it, it looks phenomenal. Yeah, I just want to give that one a watch. Uh, Nick Cage is kind of the Tessio of the uh, acting family because uh, he's got dignity. He, he he's Tessio went out with dignity. Mm-hmm. Carlo, meanwhile, mm. not so much. Mm. He gets confronted mm. by uh, Michael and he just instantly starts fucking begging like a little bitch. Yeah, just like a little bitch. Michael's like, whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. I'm not gonna make Mm-mm. my sister. A fucking widow here. No. The same fucking thing. That's not a monster. Earlier. He's like, I'm not going to kill you. You're just out of the family, and you got to, like, go away. I don't know. He tells him to, like, go to Miami or something. No, Vegas. Go He's going to Vegas. He's, He's like, sending him. He's got the ticket to Vegas. He's like, but you're going to stay out there, You're never going to speak about family business again. You're never going to be involved. Fucking nothing. You're excommunicated, basically. Mm-hmm. But, like, don't sit here and fucking lie to my face. Just let me know. Was it Tattaglia or Come clean, Salazzo? I won't kill like, you. Or Barzini. Was it him or Barzini? Like, who, who, who did it? He's, he's giving him one last little out here because he doesn't, he doesn't want to have to kill his, his brother-in-law because it's all about family and Coronas and just barbecues Absolutely. with these people. Family, baby. Carlo, though, he's stupid. He doesn't see what's happening here. He could have just skated by and kept his life, just plausible deniability. Instead, he's like, oh, oh, you got me. It was fucking Barzini, whatever. Yep. Michael's got confirmation now. Now you're dead. You signed your own death warrant, Carlo. Yeah. yeah. And Instantly, Barzini. he's just strangled with piano wire, basically. Yeah. Um, uh, is, this, is that the end of the movie here? Like, no. Connie shows up crying. Oh, sure. Um, oh, also, I wrote uh, when they kill uh, Tessio. Mob movies have taught me anything. If you're hanging out with mobsters yeah. and they ask you to get in the front seat and Don't. there's already people in the back seat, yeah. you're about to die. Like that just happens over and over again. That's pretty obvious. You're about to get killed in a field. So yeah, he gets choked with piano wire uh while sitting in the front seat of a car like this. And uh he kicks his feet out when he's struggling and screaming through the windshield. Carlos a tall guy. And like the camera's sitting right there on the front of the car, and like it's sort of like a three D movie type thing where the the, the feet are just kicking right in the camera. I thought yeah. it was a really cool shot. That was a really cool shot. Not as cool as any of the shots in Piranha 3D, though. That's a great little film. And also, a lot of good boobs in that one. Yeah. It's one of the best. Connie's doing her screaming jag. She's running in like, Oh, Bafangu, you, you killed my husband, Michael. Oh, Rocky. You always blamed him for Sonny's death, and you waited for Papa to die so you could move against him. She's stupid. He it, he was to be blamed for Sonny's death. He killed your brother, you dumb bitch. Kay's, Kay's all like, 
Kay's like, yeah. baby, hey, baby, um, Michael, you need to tell me the truth. What's and going on here? Michael's like, I'll never lie to you. I love you. You are the mother of my child. Mm. I've asked you repeatedly right. to stay out of the family business. We don't, we don't talk business. But this women. one time, You're just a woman. This one time, I will grant you your request. Mm-hmm. Your question to me: Did I kill this guy? Absolutely not. Case closed. Also, this is another uh, Adrian line that we used to scream all the time. Read the papers. Read the papers. That's your husband. That's your husband. Yeah. Okay. She's she's just been lied to to her face. Yeah. She's like, oh, good. So I did marry a good guy, not a kingpin of a criminal empire that has people murdered. Would would you say? Would you I guess s- that's fine. Would you say she married a good fella? I would say that she married a great fella is what happens. The best fella. But uh, she she walks out of the office there and turns around and sees fucking that fat piece of shit Clemenza come in, literally kiss this guy's ring. And one of the other goons comes up and closes the door in her face, just shutting her out. She's shut out of that side of the life forever. That's it. And the last shot of the movie is her face as she realizes Mother she's fucker. made a deal with the devil. It's the oh, one little bit of man. acting Diane Keaton gets to do in this movie, and she does a good job of it. Yeah. Family, unlike when you're drinking Coronas and hanging out in Los Angeles, is a lie here in the Italian community. There's not a single Vin Diesel oh, among liars. these people. No. Not not one VD among them. No. Well, there's plenty of oh. VD among them. Oh, maybe that's maybe that's yeah. fucking true. Yeah. Uh, how is Diane Keaton gonna handle all this stuff? Uh, I don't know. Stay tuned next time for The Godfather Part Two. Was she in that one? Kay's Revenge. Is she in that one? Oh, she's in that one for sure. I'm telling you, the women. A lot of these people. Her and Adrian both. They one? they both get a lot more to do in these next two Godfather movies. Which so one does Sofia sure. Coppola get that's the naked third one. in? That's the she she shows that's up in that weird, one. That's weird, huh? I, I, I don't, does she get naked? I've only seen that one she once. She shows maybe her twice. toddies. Mm, I don't remember that. I remember yeah. her doing a lot of bad acting, infamously. Yeah, no. That's a little weird. Yeah. Not as weird as Asia Argento showing up naked in pretty much every one of her father's movies, but pretty pretty weird. Yeah, but she's beautiful. It yeah, makes totally. sense. Yeah. yeah, everybody wanted to see her naked. Yeah. Matt, let's take a little break. Only one person wants to see Sofia Coppola naked, and that's the guy from Phoenix. Hear what we've got coming up in December. (laughs) Uh, We're going to be talking about a lot of French pop bands. Can't you hear it, Holly? And then The Godfather will enter Judgment Day. Ramsey wants me to hire the best person available to head up the counterterrorism unit. That person happens to be you. I don't want that responsibility. Get off the sidelines. You got to get back into this game. They finally captured the world's most dangerous hijacker. Now, they're bringing him back for trial on a plane. Notify my people. They'll know what to do. That was their first mistake. Once again, Charles Rain is in control. And how do you like your sirloin, sir? Bloody. But there's just one thing he didn't count on. 556, 57. Passenger 57. I watch your show all the time. My show? Never miss it. Woo, woo, woo. Who's in charge? I am. 
Once again, who's in charge? You are Wesley Snipes. No, 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 this is not happening. You, back to your seat. I'm free! His name's John Cutter, he's airline security. Tell me you're good at this. I'm the best. Plan not working out the way you want it? Don't flatter yourself, Cutter. One way or the other, we're going down. No, just chill out. I'm one of the good guys. Your father ever teach you never send a boy to do a man's job? Wesley Snipes. You need help? No. He's all mine. Passenger 57. You ever play roulette? On occasion. Let me give you a word of advice. Always bet on black. just took over their school. Uncle! The students have no weapons. Are you with me or not? Of course we're with you. And no way out. Look at everybody killed. It's too late to back out now. The only chance they've got... We're really gonna do this? You bet. ...is each other. Toy Soldiers. Rated R. Starts Friday at a theater near you. Matt, let's get through this uh, review because people got a lot of stuff on their plate this week. Mm. They've got a lot of family time. Nah, and I got a football they got to watch. I care people are going to be listeners. cooking. We got to get care, the rolls you know, in. We got to make sure we get the rolls in. You got There's, to. What, oh, yeah. somebody remember yeah. to put the rolls oh, in? That's son, always the thing that's happening son. when people are cooking Thanksgiving meals. What's too. showing up on that Thanksgiving menu that you're looking forward to the least? Oh, do you want me to uh, pull up the... Like a Martha Stewart-looking Thanksgiving menu that my mother sent me in a Google... Or my, my sister, sorry, my sister's hosting, sent me in a Google Doc. That'll be nice. I can judge it for it you. It is ridiculous, Let's and she is the me. whitest lady on the fucking planet. How is she as a cook, though? Oh, she does great stuff. It's always very good. Like, oh, you good. see You see the font here. It's like, uh, oh, I'm already hating it. I'm already hating it, Nate. Little hipster I'm already hating thing. it. Thanksgiving, Thursday, November 25th, 2021. Oh, in case you forgot. First off, this first section of the uh, menu is nibbles. Mm, that's not there, a strong word to start with. There's going Go to ahead, be though, cheese, charcuterie, and pastry-wrapped olives. It's not a bad way to Sides, start out. Sides, brown butter mashed potatoes, apple, walnut, and sausage stuffing. Wait, brown butter? What does that mean? Yeah, this is just trying what's, to make mashed potatoes sound fancier than they are. brown It's going to be mashed potatoes. Okay. She's browning the butter in the pan. Oh, okay. Apple, walnut, and sausage stuffing. Very like good. That. Great, great recipe. She makes, is it? She makes okay. a great sausage stuffing. Cherry cranberry sauce. Yeah. Got to get some cherry in there because you can't just have normal cranberry sauce. Nobody, that's, what, that's what fucking nobody likes that's what poor people do. Nobody likes cranberry sauce. Salted honey butter. What? Parker House Rolls. Okay, I'm interested by that. Is that like Parker Lewis rolls? I don't know. It sounds sounds pretty fancy. They all were swatches. The turkey. The turkey. Oh, is going to be event. A roasted and herb rubbed shallot white wine gravy turkey. Mm, Don't like that white wine gravy. I'm Mm. a brown gravy man. Brown gravy all the way. Wow. Okay. Mm. Sweets. Graham cracker crust pumpkin pie and whipped cream. So just a pumpkin pie. Yeah, I don't like pie. Pecan shortbread. Wait, pecan shortbread leaves with bourbon glaze? Pecan shortbread leaves with bourbon glaze is what's going on there. Like bourbon. Scarlet pie. The rest of that I can get. What? Pear, apple, fig, cranberry, and walnut streusel. It's a big no for me, dog. <laughs> 
she's very fancy. This stuff all turns out very good, but okay. good lord. She right. starts talking about fucking Thanksgiving like yeah. in July. It's it's ridiculous how much she likes this dumb holiday. Why? We've established it. It's the worst holiday. I like that I like that you've doubled down so hard on Halloween mm. and then a month later your sister, Devon, yeah. who's like eighteen years younger, is like let me stretch my legs and show you yeah, she, how a holiday's done. She's, she's trying to get under my yeah. skin is what she's doing. She knows I hate it when she starts she's, making Thanksgiving plans before Halloween is She's happened. the same 12-year-old girl that hated me when I first met her. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'll, That's all I've learned. I'll tell her you're coming to dinner. Please do. Okay. That's really going to upset her. Got to get up early. This is, this is white people dinner. Yeah, let her know. It's happening before yeah. sunup. Just float that out there to make her day a little worse. Matt, Judgment Day Hey-oh! is when we go out to the internet to see what the people... Hey, speaking of a little worse. The real worse. people, the uh, pilgrims out there. What, what do you got? What do you got, working? No, it's just making a joke of oh. you making fun of the people. Oh, okay. I, I, oh. like, I, I actually like the people. I like most of the people. No, you Just don't. not the Turks or the Italians or the Irish yeah. or... No, You're a monster. There's some people I don't like. I'm very inclusive. We see what the listeners and the folk out there had to say about the movie. We get some five Ninja Star reviews. We mm-hmm. get some one Ninja Star reviews. Mm-hmm. We read them. We drink them in. Mm-hmm. We uh, You got to. We, we, we think about it a little bit. And then we give our final Ninja Star rating and our final thoughts. Matt, there yeah. are probably more reviews online for The Godfather than any other movie we've ever talked about on this podcast. Ex- well, that and Dr. Zhivago. It's legendary here, and I will make you watch Dr. Zhivago one of these days. Don't don't tempt me, my man. Someday, my love. You think I don't know the theme to Dr. Zhivago, bro? I'm fucking studied. Man, I'll tell you what. Lay it on me. All the five Flash new star reviews empty. of this movie are just insufferably boring. That's I just shocking. skipped right over oh. them. I'm not even going to bother them. I'm just going to read four one ninja star reviews of this movie because who you. gives a fuck what people who like the godfather have to say let's let's hear from some people who fucking hate the godfather and hear what they have to say kind of cutting my legs yeah. out from under me here nate yeah, i have to think of right i was here. getting ready to shit talk the five star people my but first one ninja star review is from an imdb user named vegeta 3986 vagina 1138 vagina uh vegeta says this movie has to be the most overrated movie of all time. I don't understand why everyone raves about this movie. It's boring. Mm. The acting is shallow and weak. Mm. The whole premise is annoying. Okay. And I had to fight off sleep three times to finish this quote-unquote movie. I didn't fall asleep, but go ahead. This movie has two layers. Boring, barely audible speech, and explosions. I didn't think it to be possible, hmm. but even the explosions were boring. I think there's one explosion in this movie. Anyways. Either way. Where does the fascination for this movie come from? Marlon Brando may have been a good early actor, but this... I'll make him an offer he can't refuse. Yeah. Old man voice is so irritating. I almost threw the DVD out the window. However, DVD. the movie ended up numbing all my extremities so that it was impossible to move as I had no choice but to sit on in horror. Too bad a lead weed wasn't legal yet when she wrote this. That's right. I'm sorry I ever wasted my time on this piece of garbage. What a weak premise. 
ludicrous character designs, and a plot that could cure insomnia. Godfather sleeps with the fishes. One ninja star from the media user, Vegeta3986. <laughs> oh, wow, you're into that one, huh? I'm bored with fucking Vegeta's scathing fucking view on the Godfather. I'm just saying. I don't think I like where this is going. I got another one ninja star review from an IMDb user named Thrillhouse678. I'm listening. I like that name. Let's see if you're on board with Thrillhouse's views here. They say, This movie was more boring than church. Hell yeah! They just talked and talked. They hardly ever shot anybody. Michael Corleone is a little girly man. And that Sonny guy? It's a girly man. No one intimidating is named Sonny. That's true. When he got blown to bits, I laughed. Hard. Then there's Vito. What's with this guy? Right? Does he have marshmallows stuffed in his mouth? Yeah. Why does he why does he look like that? Yeah, who looks like that? And what's with that name? Vito? Right? Who names their son after a presidential command? Thank you. It could only be one type of people. Hillbillies. Italian mafia hillbillies. Thank you. If you want a real good movie, go see Santa with muscles. One ninja star. <laughs> the user Thrillhouse678. Wow, sounds like you're fully on fucking board with that. Wow. We just got a second wow. official film critic. Oh, think, I need uh, you to find geez. out what else this guy's reviewed and, you know. I don't look him up, but. Correspond it with really what we do. I this guy's on the level. No, I think, this guy, I think this guy knows a couple things. Um, one guy who I think does make some good points, even though yes. I'm not on board with these one ninja star reviews of okay. The Godfather, is an IMDb user named Jacob John Taylor One. Okay. Martha Marcy May Marlene. Yeah. Jacob John Taylor one. Jonathan Taylor Thomas two. Gotcha. This guy's got a lot of names, a lot of a lot of names, but he says he's, he makes some good points. One thing I will say about people one generation older than me, you don't like violent movies if they are about zombies or guys in masks with knives or chainsaws. Nah. But when it is about guys with greasy hair with guns, you can't get enough of it. Yep. The men from my generation come by it honestly about enjoying violent movie. There is not one likable character in this crap. This is one of worst gangster movies ever. One of worst gangster movies. The only gangster movies that are worst are the sequels. Pick it up on a language. This movie is a pile of poo. Pick it up on a language. It is not the best movie ever. It is poo-poo. Pick it up on a language. Never, never, never see this movies. It is poo. Poo -poo. Poo-poo. Poo-poo. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your money. Poo. It is all about bad guys killing each other. Boring. I want good guys in a crime drama. Poo. One ninja star from my MTV user, Jacob John Taylor One. Did he write poo that many times? He did, yeah. Right. He spelled it P-O-O-H every time. You'll see there in my notes. P-O-O-H? Yeah, that's right. Oh, we were poo. friends. Like until, Winnie the Poo. Until I, until I heard about that. Mm-hmm. Till I hear it from Matt, I've got one more yeah. uh, one Ninja Star review that I had a little inkling. It's shortened to the point, and I had a little inkling that it might be in your wheelhouse. It might I need be something that you could get on board with here. This is a one Ninja Star review. I need a real truth teller From here. a letterboxed user named Alex Thomas. Okay. Simple, straightforward like the name. name. Sounds, I don't like sounds it. Sounds like a normal, everyday Joe. Sounds like Alex P. Keaton to me. I don't know that I like it. He just says... Boring Italian movie. One Ninja Star. From Letterboxd user 
Alex Thomas. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought you thought you'd be into that That's one. Pretty good. That's pretty strong. Okay, I think uh, fucking we've let the cat out of the bag here. You've been bitching for two and a half hours now. You seem to be one of the two percent of the people in the world who is not on board with uh, thinking that The Godfather is a great movie. So finally, you get your platform here. Stand up on your soapbox. Say your piece. Let us know how you feel. Nate. Uh huh. This is a beautiful film. Oh wow! I was not expecting that that intro. Is a you threw a curveball at it's me. It's a beautiful picture. Wow. It's got some of my favorites in it. Bobby Duvall, who's great. It. He's good in it. This is, it's not business, Matt. Right? It's not personal. It's, it's business. Got, it's got Jimmy Conn. It's got Jimmy Conn, who I stated is mm. just mm-hmm. murdering it. That's right. Right? He's big dick Sonny Corleone. It's just got, searching out big vaginas everywhere he goes. It's even got a good... It's even got a good Pacino in it. Oh, you ain't kidding. His facial features. You love to hate on Pacino, but his face, man, Mm -hmm. his face makes this movie. Agreed. Only time he's happy is when he's banging that big booty Greek girl. You know, God, God bless it. He's finally happy in the world. One hundred percent. I hate Francis Ford Coppola. Uh, you don't like Apocalypse Now? I like Apocalypse, Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse Now is great. That's his only long movie I like. I mean, have you seen The Conversation? No. Okay, you gotta no. you gotta give no. The Conversation a chance. All right, I will, I it's, will. It's one of the great films of the 1970s. I, and I'm not opposed. Okay. I'm not opposed. Okay. This movie, I want to come in all Billy Badass hard on it. Have you seen Peggy Sue Got Married, Matt? Have you seen I have not seen Peggy, Peggy Sue, Sue roll in with Diamond Dallas Page and uh, oh, fucking the Honky Tonk so Man? Mania 5? Yeah. <laughs> I did see that, yeah, for yeah, sure. I know you saw it. Uh, this movie does a, a lot of things pretty well. Mm. Mm, glad to hear you this admit that. Movie just... Keeps going long, though. So much story going on. They got to tell Mario Puzo's whole novel, except for one specific subplot that weirdly they don't address. Dark and not really a happy movie, which I... That's for sure. Do kind of like those movies. Yeah. Yeah. Dark also in in its visuals. There's a lot of uh, dark wallpaper in this movie. Dark suits. Dark dark everything. I don't... Hides olive oil stains, I guess. You, You just buy everything dark. I don't know the lasting power this movie will have with me. I also suffered the fate of watching this movie and being like, I've never seen this movie all the way through, Mm -hmm. but I've seen every one of these scenes multiple times. And seen them all parodied hundreds of times for decades. That's hard. It kind of makes it hard to be fresh about it. But uh, I will tell you this, Nate. Uh Uh-huh. If I think I'm being honest. Uh Uh-huh. I can't go below three and a half. Oh, three and a half. Yeah. Pretty big. It's a quality. So it's a quality. Quality film. film, The Godfather. I get it, but I also understand if you don't like it. I like hearing that after so many years of you refusing to watch it. I still hate Italians. It's talking about how much you hate gangster movies. Yeah. I've I've always been on the on the saying on, on the board yeah. saying The Godfather is not like these other gangster movies you hate. There's totally other things going on in there. I feel there's more meat. I feel vindicated. I feel vindicated. I feel there's more meat on the bone. Mm -hmm. And I think I'll probably like a Godfather 2 or a Godfather 3 more than I like Godfather. Godfather 2, 
I've always said uh, I like a little bit less than The Godfather, and I think I'm in the minority there. Yeah. This viewing right here, first time I revisit it in a while. Yeah. Maybe it's got me questioning that. Maybe it's got me questioning that right here. Okay. This movie, of course, just an epic sweeping story. This is fucking Shakespeare shit here. Fucking family dynamics and fucking power dynamics and everything. You know I hate Shakespeare. Great filmmaking. Yeah. Fucking camera work is tremendous. Production, it really is. tremendous. It's very pretty. Fucking uh, the music, fucking just iconic. Acting great from fucking top to bottom, other than uh, maybe some screeching from Talia Shire and uh, those. I don't think that was really fa- her phantom fault. punches from Jimmy Khan, who is too coke blind to uh, yeah. hit any of his cues. They had to work safe, man. But uh, yeah, fucking iconic moments. Just a script fucking full of them, and most importantly, Al Pacino. This is by far my favorite performance of his, and. One so of subtle, man. My favorite character arcs in all of cinema, Michael Corleone's really? transformation from really? the war hero to being forced through all these decisions to becoming the fucking Don of the family yeah. at the fucking end. I think it's just so satisfying what he created with this character. The hospital scene is one of my favorite scenes of all time. The restaurant assassination, one of my favorite scenes of all time. There's high highs in this movie. Yeah. But there are some pacing issues here and there that I've kind of picked up on. This time, while watching this, like, and taking notes on it and really looking at it academically, that have never really struck me before. Which is starting to make me think, like, maybe if I gave Godfather 2 another chance, which I started to do, I'm like a half an hour into it, maybe I'll come around to the people saying Godfather 2 is a little bit better. Um, I've always been on board with this being one of the great movies, uh, real five Mm -hmm. uh, Ninja Star experience, but um, I think this time, uh, really... It really struck me how there could have been something way more interesting that happened in those Michael and Italy sequences other than him having a little romance. Those felt kind of slow to me. No, that's where Michael went to live and to die. The fact that they kept the James Caan terrible fucking Miss Biff fucking uh, fight scene in there and didn't do it a second time is just egregious. Yeah. I'm just like, why couldn't you just do another take on that? So I'm going to knock a half of fucking Ninja Star off. There's my I'm going to go four and a half Ninja Stars for the Godfather Love on this hear. watch right Love here. That's what That's what we got going going here. This, this is what I'm putting on the fucking record. Can you do me a favor? I'm willing to argue with anybody who wants to get me back up to five. Can you do me a favor? I would, I would love to. You, what you were, know that about me. What were some, nothing if not accommodating. What were some of the folks saying in those five-star reviews? Oh, I know? didn't even read them. They were just all just like, like sucking 10,000 yeah. word fucking essays yeah. of just like people trying to act like they're legit film critics. But they're like, real I don't fucking dorks. have time for any of this shit. Yeah. You're all fucking dorks. If I wanted to read a real film review, I'd just fucking see what our boy Rod had to say thank you very much mm-hmm. and that right mm-hmm. there because we didn't get a good one but that's going to qualify for our big thanksgiving <laughs> of the week baby sorry. sorry that you were sitting on the ham sound effect no you got to sneak it in there five stars well, to, when you told to me some ham i at. knew i knew where they were going to go and when you told me they were out i said we'll fit it in christmas time is here <sighs> Matt, it's fucking December. We're rolling in December. It's new month, new theme here on Baby Oil and Blow. You know how we do it. 
We got to find a big way to celebrate fucking uh, little baby Jesus's big old birthday. We found one of the biggest ways. Found one of the biggest ways because everybody knows December is all about the movie Die Hard. And have we talked about the movie Die Hard on this podcast yet, man? Um... In passing conversation, but a million times. But have we had times. a die-hard episode on this podcast? Almost as if we're due. Almost as if we should do a whole month leading up to a big convo, and we should call it Die Hard December. What do you think, buddy? How are you feeling on that one, Nate? Huh? I'm gonna tell you right now. Uh huh. Sounds to me like it's Christmas. Wow. All over. Again. I love it. We're going to be doing die-hard rip-off movies all through December, leading up to a big finale, starting off next week. Die-hard on an airplane? Always bet on black, motherfucker. We're talking Wesley Snipes and Passenger 57. Come on back for it. It's baby oil. It's blow. Stay thankful. It's a long road when you're They tear your dreams.